America for 300 years has been the land of promise for the rest of the world. The land of new frontiers. New opportunities. Hey, wish to hand you to get up. Clicking sounds. Sounds that reveal the presence of radioactive rays. The instrument, a Geiger counter, is converting radioactivity into sounds we can hear. Hello and welcome to Tank Riot. With me today is Victor. Hello. Sputnik. That's not me. And I'm Tor. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. I think we're being overtaken by robots. Um, <laughs> I, I found my Casio SK-1 keyboard. Uh-huh, and I so thought I'd recreate some Paul Hardcastle. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's COVID-19. It's, it's a remake. There's a name you don't it's hear a, too a often remix, anymore. You know? so yeah, someone had to yeah. do it. I haven't seen COVID-1 through 18 yet, but whatever. The, um, <laughs> this is Good episode, one, this You is have is to follow all of them. <laughs> That's actually... You know, I really our first do episode like was one. about H1N1. I think we talked about the bird flu because we were right. thinking that was a yeah, shitty yeah. situation. But anyway, we've got some rules. We're going to move. This is episode... Two zero two two hundred two two ought to. Um, and what we're going to talk about is not COVID nineteen. Oh, you mean the Chinese flu? That's where it comes from. <laughs> I saw that reading in chalk on the UW campus, and the chancellor had to write me a letter saying it wasn't. But that's where it comes from. So yeah. I'm calling it Chinese flu. <laughs> Sorry. So we're not going to talk about no, that. We're no. going to go with the official name before they rename it for the country with the most cases. Well, and USA, number one. <laughs> USA, number one. And we're also not going to talk about the presidential election race. Uh, just, Some old guy will win. Just don't want to. Not going to do it. Nope. And, <laughs> Wouldn't be prudent. And we're not going to talk about the economy. Not going to have one. We're going to talk about prudent. things you can do in the bunker. That's While right. you're hunkered down. That's right. Yes. This is uh, this is the Bunker Activity Podcast. <laughs> yes! Straight from the bunker. <laughs> Gentlemen, do you have a preference on who starts out? I, I have a couple I'd like to throw out into the old uh, Let's go round robin, and if I have something on the same maybe uh, media format or whatever sure. that you're on, go for it. What or or if you'd like to start us off, that's fine, too. We're starting to sound very Canadian right now. We're being okay. polite to the point. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> go ahead. No, you go. No, you. No, no you. you. You can do it. Okay. Um, I finished uh, the season of Picard. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I just subscribed to CBS All Access today because they are giving a free month. Yes. Because of something that we're not going to talk about. And I thought that's super cool. So I signed up and... Uh, I'm really excited to watch it. You, you yeah. enjoyed it? You said I really, really CBS enjoyed it. CBS All Access? Yes. Is free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there, it used to be a week of free, and now the finale's on Thursday, or is it is it over, over? It's already over. Okay, yeah. so now that it's over, they're starting to give spoilers, and so I was like, sign me up yeah. right away, oh, yeah. because I want to watch it, watch it. I've already seen some spoilers that it's, I saw some characters that I'm like, oh, cool. All I will say about it, and I'm not going to ruin anything about it, because it's, it's, uh, it's a very complex story. 
like Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, which is also in CBS All Access, the effects are easily movie level, the production values, beautiful. For Picard as well? Because Discovery, yes, yes. Discovery totally Disco- was. Discovery was so yeah. over the top. I don't know how I watched that without having access to CBS All Access. <laughs> Gosh, how did that happen? Golly. <laughs> Golly jeepers. Somehow I just had it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's, it's very good, and I know people will probably think, oh, well, it's just going to be a you know tng reunion it is totally not there's lots of new characters very rich characters and it's just a lot of fun so um there's one character i won't ruin it for you uh that i i the first time i saw him i said you know set phasers to disrupt <laughs> is it is it dio like a little robot that rolls around on no the no no it's 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 singing it's, holy <laughs> it's a character who just okay. Do you remember how I always when we we talked about Boardwalk Empire tour and I yeah. always said that Steve Buscemi, <laughs> everyone looked like they could be from the 1920s except Steve Buscemi, who it's like it's Steve Buscemi, it's Mr. Pink. I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. Hey, why do they get? Why do they get? You a get tip? a cool name like why Mr. Do I gotta White. Why them? McDonald's get a tip. <laughs> so, anyways, this guy just looks completely out of place you know that's all i'm gonna say and i'm sure with that being said when you watch you go ah that's the one sputnik was talking about nice nice yeah I, i'm really looking forward to it go ahead have Bart. you guys been speak, speak, speaking of, Buscemi, of yes, poor. Um, <laughs> have you guys been watching miracle workers no Miracle it, Workers. It, it, oh, oh, is that the is that a sequel? Oh, oh, can yeah, you explain Dark this show to me? Because I need to know. Because I might have to binge it from the very beginning. The first season was essentially an extended miniseries. Yeah, uh, that's a good way of putting it. One season of TV, and they uh, and Steve Buscemi played God, and then who was <laughs> which was awesome. What? This is the Steve Buscemi show, everybody. <laughs> he, he it kind of is. I know. Really. I think he was, he was a drink off. when we mentioned Steve Buscemi at this point. Yeah, and he. Uh, Anyway, and they had, and they were in heaven, and they had to deal with Earth, and it had a bunch of big time characters, and, and it had uh, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah, the guy yes. who played Harry Potter, yeah. in there, and you know, and so, and it, it was a great, you know, sort of yeah. one season series there. Uh, so what they did was is they took the same cast mm-hmm. and created a whole new plot. Said, hey, let's take these actors and put them in the Dark Ages, and it's a lot okay. of fun. Yeah, and, and can it, I say? There's no there's no thread line between the characters no. to the Dark Ages because no. I saw the first episode of the Dark Ages and I saw Steve Buscemi as the king drink and then I saw the Daniel oh, yeah. Rad I saw the situations arrive in the Dark mm-hmm. Ages and I'm like this is pretty cool um, but yeah I was wondering if I was missing out on something that someone who might have seen the first season you know no yeah yeah they're self contained I, I think I'd cool. recommend to track down the first season yeah but yeah I don't I don't I think they're completely different what's really and, important and, to everyone in the bunkers is what uh where is this show what i don't format remember. do you I don't watch know. it my dvr it just I want, it. I want to see it's ifc <laughs> yeah okay but i'm, yeah. I'm not I'm really certain about and that steve buscemi in uh dark ages um, <laughs> is a uh, uh, shit shoveler yes yes <laughs> and he's very proud of it yeah yeah, yeah it is, his daughter wasn't a good shit shoveler right no. <laughs> and it has all to do with your name oh and God. everything right, what becomes yeah. your yes. name is what you do that episode was great it's hilarious so it's kind of like the series i think we discussed earlier too on a previous show on uh, nightfall that's k-n-i-g-h-t mm-hmm. fall uh about the knights templar it's just a two-season run uh but uh i think you guys would really like 
the second oh, season yeah. because it has um Oh, fuck me. Oh, Luke um, Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah this what? is a show Mark I Hamill. Luke this Skywalker. is a show I haven't seen, but I've seen the the you know the teasers and right, like I right. should have recorded that. He was but really I'll, good. I'll in have that. to track it down. At it's some on other the, point. it's on Netflix. So. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. And that yeah. yeah that that one's done. That's two and done. Right. Did they do two seasons? Two yeah. Seasons that two one? and done. Yeah. That's... And unfortunately, it was on History Channel, and it didn't get the uh, play that Vikings did. So. Right. Vikings isn't well, coming back until fucking December. Yeah. Bitterness. Well, I'm probably a couple episodes behind on. I got to finish up the season. Of Vikings? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, it's it's a two part season. Yeah. And I think, right, but I mean, finish yeah. up the first part. The first uh, part. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen A. We'll have yeah. plenty of time because we're <laughs> right. not going you got anywhere. Nothing but time, buddy. Yeah, I've been yeah. knocking things I didn't off. tell you guys, but I tested positive for COVID 19, so you have to stay in the bunker with me now for the next four That's fine. weeks. And we'll just watch you know, everything. The problem is, and I told you guys this, <laughs> I speak the truth. We, we should not greet each other in the French fashion. And we wouldn't yeah, be spreading. I know. Our bad. You know, now we've got to we'll give lectures uh, on politics. And- before, before they had the French lockdown, they had they had two things where the government was saying, do not greet each other in the traditional yeah. French fashion and stop rioting. <laughs> no more yellow vesting you packers. Stop rioting. It's At least over, when you riot, stay six feet away. Or Actually, as the, the French would say, two meters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they, they say that on the BBC, too, and then they have little parentheses. That's uh, 6.5 feet. <laughs> it's like, thanks, man. <laughs> Rules, gentlemen. We have to follow the rules. <laughs> That's yeah. right. We're not following the rules. We we mentioned the thing. All right. Well, speaking about <clears throat> that which shall not be named, which is a virus, <laughs> I, I, I went to my last uh, movie theater experience, Ooh. and it was um, Onward. And when, oh. I, when I went to get my tickets for this Pixar film starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, uh-huh. I went to order my tickets, and... It was like a checkerboard. Like every like two seats were knocked out diagonally across the board, and I was like, "Jesus Christ! Did the whole world get OCD on me?" Right? You know, right. why are people being so distant? And then I realized they had blocked out every other seat right. in a checkerboard pattern to mm-hmm. create space between us. And because uh, I'm an idiot, I should have known that earlier. But anyway, I, we got perfect seats, and um, uh, Godzuki and I went and watched the movie, mm-hmm. and. It was really, really, really good. And it's out. I think you can rent it now. And I, Oh. Yeah. And I really, I think people were looking at this as a dumb movie in some ways. The trailer I'm... didn't look so great. But, you know, it had a heart to it. And as a person, you know, I played D&D, like, you know, in my youth. And I love fantasy. I love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Water. I love these fantasy worlds. And this was a fantasy world with a bit of a twist. But it was also a story about brothers with a dad they're trying to resurrect. I'm not giving anything away. It's all in the first few minutes, right? It, it almost kind of reminded me when I saw the trailer. It re- I don't you guys, I don't know if you grew up with Dr. Seuss or not. But oh, re- totally. Okay, do you, do you remember the one Remember where- the podcast we did on Dr. Seuss? No, go ahead. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, we, yeah, you're right now that I think <laughs> Well, you know, after a few years, you, you kind of lose the archive. I think we should yeah. do another podcast about Dr. Seuss and, and forget that we did a previous. Right. Well, you know, the, he, he had a story about um, the pair of glowing pants that mm-hmm. didn't have anybody in it. It was just the pants were running through the swamp at night. And that's what it kind of looked like to me, yeah. where it was like, oh, we got to put Dad back together. That, that From my childhood, there was a story about uh, a glowing head gl- floating through the yeah. swamp. Yeah. Maybe they... 
like need each hmm. other. And, and somewhere, <laughs> yeah. somewhere else, someone else has a, a story of a torso floating through the swamp. Well, Miyazaki's got some heads that <laughs> bop around and spirited away, I believe. But yeah. uh, but Onward was a really good film, well, and that's um, good. I really uh, the the cast you had um so uh, Tom Holland you had Chris Pratt but I really like Julia Louise Dreyfus was in it and Octavia Spencer the voice cast was like like over the moon it was really great mm-hmm. and it was a quest film set in a weird fantasy realm that had kind of degenerated into a well you know we invented electricity so we don't really need magicians anymore <laughs> and then the magicians are like well we still can do the magic they're like whatever electricity works uh, and and then the the whole fantasy realm kind of devolves but there are some holdouts who really care about the fantasy world mm-hmm. and uh at the end of it i mean honestly it it ended on a bit of a it ended on a heartbreaker at the end of the movie uh, Godzuki and I looked at each other and we were both bawling. She's like, I'm crying. I'm not crying, you're crying. I said, I'm crying too. <laughs> and she's like, it was so good. Like, so it just hit you so hard. Oh, but no. it was such, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a mean, it, no, no, no. it hit I, you so hard yeah. in a good messaging way that you're like, oh my God, I'm bawling. It's like the first 20 minutes of Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Take the first ten minutes up, and then put it at the end of onward, and it's, then you got it's, it. It's not. There's not a mean bone yeah. in that movie. <laughs> yeah. But if you can get oh, through the first twenty minutes and not be like oh, sobbing God. uncontrollably, <laughs> yeah. no. you're like you're like picking yourself up off the floor. Thank God they had Doug in that movie. So they didn't have Doug in that movie. I don't know what I would have done. You know what's awful is when you're looking at the movie and you're crying, and the person next to you is crying. It's like a really ugly feedback loop. You <laughs> pretty just like oh. Oh, God. I like the old uh, pull your sleeve down over your thumb a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not crying. I have dust. <laughs> I'm just, it's I have allergies. There's onions. It's really dusty in this theater. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned that to you guys before about when I, I went with four other guys and, we, and we, we were sitting kind of far up and we were watching Field of Dreams. And of course, you know, you get to the end and, you know, we're all like, you just want to play catch with his dad. The whole thing was just about him playing catch with his dad. Yeah. And we're all just sitting there like, <laughs> oh, no, let me you know so so your voice goes up about five registers because you know you're you're grinding down so hard and then we're all walking out we're all trying not to look at one another finally we're out in the lobby and we can't avoid it and it's like yeah great movie yeah i think so too (laughs) isn't that stupid it is so so it was really funny so so tonight just just tonight um, we were watching the latest episode, uh, Godzuki and the Viking Prince, who's also here. Ah. We all watched the latest episode of Lego Masters. Oh my God. Starring Will Arnett. <laughs> you know, I am uh, so glad that you brought that it. show up. I love it. It's fun. And uh, so, so we're watching it, and this team. So, Lego Masters is a. It's like competitive baking show or whatever. They yeah, gotta, yeah. They got to bake their little. It's a good way Lego of it, things, actually, you yeah. know. And and Will Arnett is doing a really fun twist on being the host of a show and and doing all these goofy oddball things. And it's, mm-hmm. I love it. And I, I love the. I think Will Arnett is honestly because he's the voice yeah. of Batman. Exactly. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't he's know. Executive he's... producer. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's he's in it to win it. He. This yeah. is something he's invested in but i mean god he, he's doing great i think he's doing have, fine. You, have you seen a tour at all oh like competitive Masters? legos because i know i know that you oh, and uh, son, not lego yeah you and son of tour were huge lego fans <laughs> yeah i i think all i saw was a preview yeah I it's competitive lego brick building the, wow. the, right the contestants are are fascinating to me because they're they're fun loving on one side and yet 
utterly <laughs> just about this far from jumping that 50 stories down. I mean, the stress level is ungodly, and it's like, you're you're putting a fucking Lego city together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's harsh. Anyways, so they put it all together, <laughs> and then these two people come up and critique it. And those two people are Lego brick builders who do the sets themselves. Yeah. They know everything about Lego. Yeah. And they're, they don't pull any punches. No. And that Scottish woman is like... No. I don't see that you're doing this. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this does not look complete at all yeah. to me. Yes, it has elements of whimsy, but <laughs> there's too much empty space here. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> oh god. And I'll tell you, you know what's okay. So, so Lego Masters is fun on its level, but then do you do you stay tuned for the Mass Singer? <laughs> uh, well, well, Mass Singer is first, and I've oh, made the mistake it? of actually unveiling a couple mass singers because oh, oh. lego singer comes after because oh. i skipped the mass singer because i really want to get through the season of lego masters i gotcha but but uh godzuki loves the mass singer it's hilarious because it's people you know dancing and, and then the, i know and the recording one of them starts two minutes early and, yeah, yeah yeah and then all of a sudden right. uh-huh. then all yeah. of a sudden at the beginning of lego masters you're like take off the mask and then yeah. the, the pink monster <laughs> takes off the mask you're like oh my god put it back on put it you're a real monster. I know you in real life. Anyway, I hate it when you have to send your DVR for that because it's okay oh, on basic God. cable or the premium channels, but on network TV, I want it to start okay. on the hour. I want it to end. <laughs> exactly. But, but here's the whole reason I brought up Lego Masters in the first okay. place. It's an awesome show. But but the two guys that got kicked off mm-hmm. uh, today yeah. were, were like holding their stern face the whole time. Oh, yeah. They're holding their stern face. They're like, they got kicked off, and they're like, "It's been a pleasure. It's been great yeah. to be here. We love it. We've learned so much." And they walked off arm in arm, shoulder by shoulder, and they were like yeah. so like like <laughs> cement faced the whole time. And the Viking prince looked and said, "God, what a shame that guys have to be like that. You know that, that they're forced to not have emotions." Or I know, show. right? And You're I'm just like, waiting for someone yeah, to shout, "Gun, exactly, gun, gun!" Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and then like, and then like, they they got in the back room. They had them sitting together with oh. the camera pointed at them, and then one of them starts crying, and the other one starts crying. And, and the they're feedback like, there, loop, there it is. The feedback loop is established. Yeah. The feedback loop is happening. I hate happening. myself. Don't look at me. <laughs> and then the water starts running. You know, you know, one of the first funny the, when you mentioned that the one of the first episodes was I, I just I came on this by complete fucking accident. I just said, shit, this looks pretty cool. You know, because I mean, I was, I, Legos was after that period, but I mean, I played, I, I did definitely get into building Legos and that, and I think it was fun. Call them Lego bricks or Lego, like people will yell at us because you can't call them Legos. Okay, bricks. They're Lego brand. bricks. <laughs> Lego. <laughs> I built excuse. Kleenex bricks. <laughs> you, know, that's, yeah. you know, I only build in so, Kleenex bricks. In any case, it was a father and son, and they oh, were the first to get off. And they Maybe. went out, and they had big smiles on their face, and the father said, hey, man, I got to have a lot of fun with my son. As far as I'm concerned, we're the big winners. And He's I thought, a sweetheart. Good for you, man. Such yeah, a sweetheart. Yeah. Such a sweetheart. Yeah, and they, they tried their best. And you can tell when people are getting eliminated, you're kind of like, oh, you yeah. know, unlike we're like, well, I, you know, in a baking show, I don't like the taste of this tart. Meh, meh, meh. You know, yeah. you're like, you can look at what they built, and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks like shit compared yeah. to what Aaron built. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. Aaron built a fucking Ferris wheel like a fucking maniac. And yeah. you built a piece of shit. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> like eliminated. You know? Some of those people are so goddamn talented. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, so the person will come up and they, you know, like in, where they're from, they are Lego masters. <laughs> 
Yeah. Then they come to the big city yeah, and it's and like, like, you don't know shit, boy. You're on the big leagues. Nah, punk. <laughs> this ain't no punk town. So do they You're get... New York City. New York City. Get a rope. <laughs> so do they have... Uh, Too many references in one little bit. Do they all get like a, a big box of bricks that they don't know what, no, what no, no. kind of bricks No, no, no. They get come... access to whatever they need. Yeah, yeah. They can get anything. Anything. They got, they got okay. racks of tires. Racks and racks and racks. Whatever you fucking wow. But they have to go run to the wall and get what they need yeah. and, and oh, yeah. then bring it back to the table. Oh, my God. You've never seen anything okay. like that in your life. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a nerd sprint. Oh, yeah. by the way, secret... This is a like 10... Anyone have like kids between like 6 and 10 or so? That's a great birthday party thing. Don't do the uh, coal walk. Make him do a Lego brick walk. So you you have a you lay Lego bricks on a path, and they have to oh. walk across the Lego bricks. So that's that's an upcoming birthday plan for sounds... Godzuki. But anyway, wow, oh, yeah. that sounds great. Walk on that coal. Great. Walk on Lego bricks, man. I'm not gonna do it. There, there could be some injuries. There's I hope there's so. Sharp corners. I hope so. Yeah. A birthday's not fun without a little bit of violence. Yeah, you, know? you can't do pin the tail on the donkey anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. A little bit of drama. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little bit of tragedy. Crying. <laughs> yeah, back when I was a kid, yeah, we had the spanking machine. Oh, <laughs> that's, talk about the dark ages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't believe Bill Cosby invented that. But whatever. <laughs> the Bill Cosby cocktail. <laughs> So I was just talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about Fat Albert, and their and their their, their daughter didn't know. It was like, oh, what's that from? It's like, never mind, never mind. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I have cassettes of his, and it's like I pull them out. I'm like, oh god. I used to love Fat Albert, and now it's just yeah. like it feels everything feels so dirty. Oh, everything feels dirty. You know, but then, hey, did you hear? And we're not talking about this right now. No, no, but no. But did you hear that um, the coronavirus got infected by Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. <laughs> and Prince Charles and Ted Cruz, God's will. Yeah, I, no, I just, I just, I just like the phrasing of you know the coronavirus. Poor, poor, innocent coronavirus Looking, was infected by Harvey Weinstein. Look, look for a decent host and could Jesus. find none. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh God. Do you guys uh, should should I go for another go one for or it. do you have go for it? Okay. Um, well, uh, you know Westworld is back for a new season. Yeah, I had to watch it three fucking times because I don't know what the hell's going on. Did, did you not watch season two? Yeah, did... Uh, okay, I watched season two and I still didn't know what the fuck was going on. Well... Right? Because season two was bullshit in a way. It, you know... Well... There were... Uh, okay, to be I honest, have so many feelings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many feelings about season two. I have two. so many emotions right now. <laughs> there are some really, 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 really great standalone episodes. But, yeah. But it, it never felt like... It felt like they were trying to be so tricky in season two and not give away something that they, they, they left you out to hang to dry. So just like that movie <clears throat> Primer, remember the time travel film? Oh, God, Primer, yeah. Where you have to go to the internet and you have to find, like, timelines of what's actually going on after... Right. Words. It's like, you know what? It's fun one season to do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe the second season, try not to confuse us even further because it's almost like exponentially confusing well, what's going on. Season one to me started that way as I, well. I loved season one. Well, no, season one was great, but you I have to remember they were just, they were kind of giving you the whole context. They were building that, <clears throat> right. you know, intelligent Android universe, or at least at that point, semi, right. semi intelligent. Two to me seemed like. They were, it, it, it did not seem as cohesive 
And, no, it wasn't. And that's and then it was. There were some great standalone stories, as you say. Akachita, I think. Oh was my the god! One. I just <clears throat> I wanted to blow my brains out when that one. was Oh my done. god! That one so was good. so beautiful. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was crying. Akachita was not. Oh god, I was too. He was like the American Indian at the uh, or at the end. Uh, yes, yes. Who's actually an Italian at the uh, 1970s <laughs> just, commercials? Remember Tony? <laughs> what's his name? Single tear. Single tear. Looking at Americans pollute the world. Yeah, <laughs> oh I love that we. Saw that uh, Native American, but it was uh, yeah, just an Italian. That was <laughs> that man was guilty of so much cultural know, cultural was, misappropriation. It wasn't even funny. I still love the commercial. I do too. I do too. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. What do you think of the first episode of season three? Well, I think with season three, first off, there was a pretty big gap between with two. You know, two built. Like the last five episodes had this kind of energy to it, <clears throat> yeah. You know, and then there was this long gap, and then it's like, oh, now she's in the city, and she dovetails so beautifully that you don't always like, oh yeah, okay, and it's like all kind of comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So what was kind of nice was is they played the entirety of season one and season two back to back as a marathon before they started season three. I should have. So yeah, I watched. I, I watched. That, all yeah. I did was I recorded the last five episodes of season two. So the transition wasn't as bumpy. Mm -hmm. But now I'll tell you, there's something else. It's on Hulu Devs. Have you seen this? I've seen half of the first episode, and okay. I love, yeah. you know, Ron Swanson. Okay. <laughs> In it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Curb Your Enthusiasm is back as well for, for a new mm -hmm. episode. So if you like Murray Goldberg, I think you'll, you would love Curb Your Enthusiasm, although... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can it can be a lot to take in sometimes, especially. I don't know if I would recommend Curb Your Enthusiasm in today's more troubled world. I I have always had trouble watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, yeah. I'll watch individual episodes, right? But I totally understand. Usually, because his myth, I, I love his misanthropy or whatever. Because I yeah. I agree with it, and I'm like. What are you? But I would never say that. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? You know, no, no. I'm always like, never say the thing that that person is doing wrong that I should have pointed out. But he's totally out there, and he's like the anti-hero that we all need in this you don't, time. You don't know <laughs> if it's a dream sequence or he actually said it until then. Finally, you get it. So if you look at <clears throat> Curb Your Enthusiasm as being a nine, Seinfeld was about a three. So essentially, yeah. they're almost like the same show. It's just way mm. dialed. Yeah, back. it's dialed. Yeah. 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 So and um, I I well, do because because George is is really Larry David in in Seinfeld. Yeah. So okay, Larry David. There was there was one little switch where they had Larry David play George. Yes, which is based on Larry David. Right, <laughs> and it, it didn't go as well. I always love how Larry David also like he was on Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you knew this, but he was on Saturday Night Live for as a writer. Yeah, and he was oh, yeah. told he was told that he had to be there to write, and you know, and he's like, "I'm going home. I did all my writing." They're like, "What do you mean you're going home?" Well, I uh, <clears throat> did all my writing. I'm going home. They're like, you, you can't go home. We stay here. And he's like, "That's stupid. Why would you stay here if I did all my writing?" Well, <laughs> it's 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 just thing we do. We stay, and then you know, we keep writing and. I'm done. I'm going home. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, and then at a certain point, they weren't putting his stuff in, and he got so mad that he yelled at the preacher, "This is bullshit. I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. And I quit." And he went home. And then, uh, and then he got home. He's like, "What the fuck did I? Did I just quit Saturday Night Live? Am I an idiot? I've got a rent to pay. I got a, I got stuff to do." And then, and he said, he talked to his friend, who I think was basically like a Kramer character. He's like, "Right." What what do I do? And, and the guy's like, just show up the next day and uh, say it was all a big joke. 
And so, <laughs> so he literally showed back up. Shows up. And the next day and said, you know, he just showed up to the meeting pretending. Not, he's like, I'm just going to pretend nothing ever happened. And he just pretended nothing ever happened. And he never mentioned it at all. And no one else ever did either. And he never <laughs> lost his job. I'm like, that's perfect. That is exactly how to just like think outside the box you, you know, know in, right. the, in the post-trump world though i wonder if if that's as invisible as it was then <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like if if you if you were that outrageous True. now i don't so outrageous yeah but God, i love larry david but yeah his you know that you get that secondary you know in german they have this word for secondary um embarrassment that we don't really have but right. like uh the larry seinfeld or the the larry david show the kirby enthusiasm I get so embarrassed, so I'm scrunching so much watching it yes. that it's hard to watch. So it's one of those. If you're not a native New Yorker, I, I don't think <laughs> oh, that God. you know you don't you can't see interacting that way. But I'm one of those guys like Seinfeld <laughs> who does love weird insights, and Seinfeld makes weird insights, and Larry David also makes weird insights, like. Mm-hmm. She's got man hands, Jerry. You know the man hands episode yeah. is one of my favorites. And once you've made an insight that just bothers your brain in some way, you can't shake your brain from thinking about it, and right. then you're kind of stuck in this feedback loop of just yeah. noticing man hands or whatever. And Tor, did you yeah, did you ever see that episode? You know, you know, uh, J- Jerry always he would always go out with these women, and then he would find some kind of stupid wrong. thing wrong. Yeah. But then the more he talked about it, the more you'd find it wrong too. So he had this woman, and she was very attractive, and they'd show her, and she was this beautiful woman and everything. But then the camera would go back yeah, with her in the foreground. Yeah. And then it would obviously be like some guy's big, meaty arm and hand. And then he would have like a dress on or something. He's like, oh, no, and then stroke his face. And it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my I actually, I actually, yeah. um, he used to, uh, when, when I was in IT, I, uh, there was this one woman where in the office who who had man hands and i mean seriously had man hands they were huge huge and she would put on this hand lotion that was i think about 40 50 weight what made her hands bigger <laughs> that's why she did it maybe it was steroids she wanted it could man hands now that you say that it could have been some steroid cream but anyways she would put these you know big oily man hands all over the keyboard oh god you had the oil spots all over the keys no it would totally wear the numbers and letters away that was steroids oh. for sure so, so what i would i would i would, I would, I would or always, acid of some kind I would, yeah. I would buy five keyboards and just keep them in my office oh, and just you know keep pulling them out and figure i got about three weeks on this yeah. one i, I and, always uh, worried about people who like have to go into other people's keyboards especially living in the time oh. of cholera you know where you have to go <laughs> love the time of cholera. Yeah, love that. you have to like <laughs> touch other people's keyboards i'm like nah no nope, no nope, no nope. not gonna do it yeah. i'll just unplug your keyboard and plug in my Oh. <laughs> Especially guys who eat at their desk oh, constantly, God. like like Fritos and shit. And oh, then they yeah. got those ergonomic keyboards, and you can just see that there must be about five pounds of shit <laughs> in there. And they go, crunch, go, go ahead, crunch, go ahead, crunch, and just like, crunch. Oh, fuck no. I'm not a germaphobe <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, but... Oh, God, I, like, I am. Oh, oh I am. And, and life... Life is not easy for germaphobes, you know. Like, hey, we get is hard. Yes, I know. I have, yeah. as, I have, as, I, I know several people who, you know, and it's, it's a thing. It's a phobia. It's, and, yeah. and a lot of times, and, and frankly, they're, they're kind of in the healthcare industry, so I think it's probably um, a wise reaction 
yeah. to, to being in that. It's know? also safety. And you also encounter it. Like when I would work in the cancer ward at a children's hospital, <laughs> fuck, you go through several layers going into even the rooms so yeah. that you could blow oh, yeah. gel, 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 wash, wash, gel, gel. Then you can be in. And then you're like, holy <laughs> shit. Your hands are so dry gel. Oh, yeah. No, I have I have dry skin anyway. And then oh, like I'm gelling in all the time. I'm mm-hmm. like, I need, I need to pay that 15. I want the 15. Psst, hey, bud. You got that $15 Aveeno uh, eczema <laughs> hand cream because uh, I could really use some. <laughs> you know the shit that Jennifer Aniston rubs on her ass every night? <laughs> I want to rub it on my fingers. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, this is a rough time for me because I, I, you were sanitizing all the time and then I'm hand washing, then I'm, uh, you know, it, it all just, all that detergent just pulls all the oil off your hand. Then you're like, give me more oil on my hand. I stopped at a gas station before I you know, came to our secret studio and it actually had a Purell dispenser on the door. Hey, if nothing said, else for germaphobes, this is a you, dream come true. Yeah. It handshakes just, uh, could end. Yeah. No more handshakes. Fuck. <laughs> Kiss my ass. There, were too, there was too much <laughs> confusion hell, over handshakes. handshakes anyway. Yeah. Fist bumps go to hell. Fuck Elbow fist bumps. bumps. Fuck okay, you. We cough in our elbows. Here's just a ma- stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> here's a male thing that I absolutely fucking hate. The handshake and then go in for the hug. Like what? Hey what, man, am I, I related to you? Yeah. <laughs> are you a fucking rapper or something? Yeah, are, are we in the recording studio? Right, right, right. Laying down some. Really are we going to make tracks? a million bucks on this sick track? Because if not, I'm not hugging you. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, it's like you're I want shaking a million hands. Bucks minimum. You're shaking hands, but you know what? This just isn't close it's enough. Not enough. It's not. <laughs> no, no. The reach around. <laughs> the reach. Yeah. No, let's yeah. not call it that. It's a reach around, Jerry. <laughs> you know it's a reach around. That's a pretty good joke. Don't even stand. pretend it's not. You know, if you love Jason Alexander, I recommend, if you can find this online, Duckman. No, I haven't seen that it's one. It's a fantastic cartoon. Duckman. I'll check it out. Boy, he does, sounds vaguely he, familiar. He does. It's a, it's a cartoon, but they do a Star Trek parody in one, uh, TOS parody. <laughs> and Duckman comes in dressed as Captain Kirk, and he goes, Hey, sorry I'm late to the bridge. You want to talk about your captain's locks? <laughs> 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 it's like, okay, this is... <laughs> this is my type of Star Trek Delightfully scatological. <laughs> I approve. Delightful. 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 Mm. <coughs> uh-huh. Tor, do you have something for Tor, us? Tor, tell us something. What should we do, Tor, when we're, we're in our bunkers? What should we do? Well, I, have you have we talked about Lost in Space before? Because it's... The new series on uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah. The new series. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, Are you, you watching you're it? big in the, season two? The wife and I, we, we've caught up, so we've got oh, first and you, second season done. Are you into season two, or season two, you're done with season two? You piled two? through? Yeah. You're One ahead of me, man. That's awesome. Fuck me. Yeah. That's mean, awesome. I, none of my... Okay, Godzuki doesn't want to watch it at 10 years old. She's like, eh, I don't really want to watch it. So I'm like, I'm going to watch this by myself, I guess. So I will, because yeah. I'm in the bunker now. You know... Tor. Oh, go ahead. No, all I was going to say is I think it's probably more for us because we all had that. We all pictured ourselves as Will Robinson. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. I was Will Robinson. I'll fight uh-huh. you. I will take. <laughs> I will fight you. Yeah, the parents I totally are kind wasn't of... Penny or June or Mr. 
Doctor Smith. The pain. The pain. The pain. I wanted. I wanted to be the angry guy that always drove the chariot. Don. Yeah, Don. Don. Fuck you, Doctor Smith. I like. I like this version of Don too. He's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Get the chicken. I will kick the shit out of you. I do like, and I. I love. I forget what her name is. Playing the the Doctor Smith character. Oh yeah. She's a crush of mine from childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The. Oh, her name is the tip of my tongue, but I don't have it. Oh, well, I wish she was at the tip of my tongue. Ooh! <laughs> Tor, tell us about season two. Yeah. And you know what? Spoil the whole fucking ah, no, thing. No, don't spoil it for Just me. Just get in there. <laughs> so I gotta only I'm shoot the spoils, the spoils in one direction. Well, they, they start and they're, they're camping out on uh, another planet. Oh, great story, Tor. The, wow. And, and the dad's really like getting into it because the family's together and they're all alone. They're like totally stranded there. And are they like lost in space? Or yeah, something? they're lost in what space. The Always leave them riveted. <laughs> and then and then things go to shit. I need more, more stories like this. You know what? I... People are lost in space and they're, they're looking for stuff to happen. You yeah. know, by God, you've got it. Give me pictures uh, of Spider-Man. That, that darn Doctor Smith. I mean, just messes everything oh, up. Oh no, they had oh. everything going their way, and then Doctor Smith went and messed it up. Yeah, yeah, like always. But the robot's gone. They don't have a clue where the robot is. Shh, it must show up at oh, some my point. God. And then uh, I like yeah. the new robot though. Yeah, what? I mean the first. Well, the first robot is awesome. I mean, he's like right, the yeah. original. Oh, you but... mean the 1960s robot? No, versus I, I the mean, new robot. No, I like the new robot. No, no, no. I'm saying you're talking about the new robot from the new Netflix series versus the 1960s robot. Yeah, both good. There's not a new robot in season different. two versus the season one robot. Right. Okay. Cool. Correct. I love the new robot too. Yeah. 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 Very the, well done. The, the robot and the robot's little little unpredictable because okay, he's being nice. I might wait, murder you all. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> is he about to kill us all? Yeah, he's oh, got no. He just killed that monster standing yeah. behind us. You know, it's a... he's, he's got some tension. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can trust you, right? He nods, <laughs> and then you're like, "Is that a nod, like a Bulgarian <laughs> nod, or is that like a normal?" Bulgarian yeah. Nod. Did you guys know? All right, so I, you guys probably uh, I was supposed to go to Bulgaria, right, and Romania and Greece. Well, that shit ain't happening right now. No, but I have an international driver's license. So, you know. All Do you right. have it on you? Uh, no. It's, oh, okay. uh, it's somewhere in the secret lair, probably behind okay. a secret bookshelf. <laughs> Never to be seen you, again. Where you pull a book, you know, yeah. and then nothing happens it's because where, it's hidden in the book. It's where my passport is, my gun with a silencer. <laughs> no, I honestly had it all set. Dudes, I was ready to go on a month-long vacation and leave this world behind. Yes. I was ready to just, like, walk away from America for a goddamn month. I even put feelers out on Twitter saying, hey, guys. I'm going to travel, and if yeah. you're around these areas, I'd gladly hang out or take advice. I was yeah. going to go to Transylvania specifically in Romania. Tits. Um, Carpathian Mountains, going to yep. go climb Mount Olympus. Uh, like, literally, yeah. I had a lot Mount- of stuff planned, and that shit ain't happening. Well, but you anyway. got to do it like the, the original Olympians, completely naked, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. Uh, it goes without saying. I said, good day, sir. Uh, so, 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 okay, that shit ain't happening. But uh, <laughs> I had a point to this. Um, okay, so the yeah, Bulgarian nod. They don't. They nod no, and then they shake their head yes. 
Like, I'm like, really? They're just fucking with people. Now. I'm like, really? Are you just trying to like find the tourists? Why are you doing that? I know. Why, why are you doing that to me? I don't want to do that. I hate you. I know. So I'm never going to nod or shake my head if I ever get to go there. But I thought that was kind of fun. How many people through the years have gotten killed by mistake because of that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yes. Did you, did you guys tour? Yes, you? exactly. As I shake my head, yes. You're so right, Tor. Have you ever paged through those tourist books where it's like, you know, if you're in South Korea, don't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. They're fascinating. Mm-hmm. You it's know? really fun. Mm-hmm. And I love looking into that stuff when I'm going to travel. Like Bulgarian, I'm going to be able to pick up no problem, you know, language-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very easy. Romanian, then I'm like, oh, Romanian, oh, God, romance. And then I'm like, Greece, oh, fuck me. I'm fucked, you know? Like, oh, I'll just I'll speak into my phone and make it translate back. But... Yeah, uh, but there are there are lots of things in different countries that you sure. just can't do. And I never want to go somewhere and be the ghost tourist who doesn't care about be the, the culture. Be the in the punch bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm hey, gonna be. Hey, you're gonna be anyway. <laughs> but it's best to avoid the big puddles so you can just step in the little puddles. Hey, anyone speak American here? Yeah. Hey, I'm American here. I'm walking. So are, are you trying? To, I mean, did you have your cowboy boots and cowboy hats set? For you oh know, yeah, proper sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, no, no, so actually, stand out I was gonna wear like a, Wranglers. I was and... gonna wear a toque because you know, yeah. I'm Canadian. Okay, <laughs> you know, totally. Hey, you know, that's right. I was gonna say sorry all the time. I better have the maple leaf. <laughs> yeah, maple leaf. Yeah, I had a maple leaf pin. That's the way know. to do it, man. It's yeah. the only way to travel. You know, in any part of Europe. As an American is as a Canadian. As an American. Yeah, as an American <laughs> is as a Canadian. You, I was like, oh, I'm from Canada, eh? I got my torch in my boot. There's a torch in me. Wow. <laughs> you know. So you're saying you're, you you didn't pack the the black Elvis you know in front of the American flag black light t-shirt. No. Honestly, no. Okay. I usually would not admit that I'm an American. <laughs> in okay. Europe. That's right. And 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 time I've spent in in you know Russia and Finland and other places, usually my language skills were so good. Yes, man, they were. Well, it's not MAGA anymore. It's COG. <laughs> yeah, it's just keep America great. Just keep it great. Keep it great. Yeah. Just keep Why it don't great. you do that? Yeah. <laughs> COG. <laughs> but, all right. Anyway, Lost in Space. A plus. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I got I'm getting into the characters. There's a yeah. character building. and, and There's, there's and much the, more development, I feel, in the new series. And, did the chicken get much play in the second series? Because... Just, just, I was really into that chicken. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's I, what the, she said. I know. Yeah, there's are people that are into the chicken. They might be a little <laughs> disappointed, but but there is some chicken action. I, you know, chicken. So there's chicken, but <laughs> not, not, a much lot. Lot. Not, not a lot. lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Could have used more chicken. That's, <laughs> well, I want to write that as a review on a website, IMDb. Could have used more chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, it's like when we did our our Irwin Allen. Uh, podcast, and we were talking about Lost in Space, and it's like you know some of the things that I'm, I mean, the new series I think is is head and shoulders oh, God. better than of the original, course. but the original just had shit like you know the giant carrot, the 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 space bandito. Uh, yes, I know, loved yeah. I loved the flying backpack. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and and you know they they had it for those you know short twenty seconds that we saw over and over and yes. over yes. and over as a child. It was like you're watching Tarzan on WGN Channel Twelve or whatever. You mean Ron Ely Tarzan? Oh my God, yes. And you're watching all these episodes, and you're like, every time you rewatched a Lost in Space, you're like, we're getting the same flight. Yeah, I know that pattern. I know that specific mountain he's flying by. So he made it by that mountain once, you know. Yeah, and in his twelve second, you know, we blew the 
budget on that. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. 12, yeah. 12 second time frame, you know, and then <laughs> I just wonder if the if the Don't guy, be dicking around. <laughs> I wonder if he died, you know, like, oh God, you know, we're out of air. <laughs> but but they got it working in the sixties and I thought, oh by God, we'll have backpacks. By yeah. God, in the yeah. in the nineteen nineties, we'll have backpacks. Where's my flying like car and robot service? Yeah, I know. Well, there is, yeah. I think uh, there there is some development in that area, but it's not. Yeah, widely the just, flying car. You it's mean? well, the well, flying backpacks. They're really like great. Yeah. Jetpacks for, or rocket for your packs. extreme flight guy. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, we lost one oh. last month. Ooh. The flat earther. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, what was his name? Like Mad Max or yeah, Max he, the Hammer or something? I can't. I can't remember. Bullshit. I didn't. I didn't hmm. know. I didn't know we'd be talking about this on this episode. But yes, the guy who was a daredevil, you yeah. know, he had a steam rocket. Yeah, and he was flying steam rockets up and parachuting back down. Oh, and then one time it just didn't work. He was trying to prove the Earth was flat. I don't think he was really. I think uh, he was just like a stuntman yeah. trying to make money. Stuntman like, Mike. Hey, man, I'm, I'm proving it's flat, you know, and, and getting Mike. all that stuntman <laughs> money. You know, I think, uh, yeah, Super Dave would have been proud, except for the been. fact that he died, you know, in the crash. So, yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. Um, did you guys, um, I mean, it's been a while since we've gotten together, so I don't know. I don't think we talked about it in the last <laughs> podcast, uh, The Good Place finale. Okay. I can't Good hear noise. it because I'm trying to watch it from season okay, that's, two. That's all I was, was asking. It, was it great? I loved it. I think it was perfect. Yeah, I think it was good perfect. Place. Yeah, I, Kristen I, Bell. I don't know I, if you followed it or not. No, Tom. I think I'm caught up with that, but I've okay. sort of lost track. That's that was from show. a while back. Such a good show. I think it, the finale was in like February. Uh, yeah. In any case, well, it, yeah, it doesn't we, matter. We, I, we I might won't, have some episodes to I, watch. I won't. I won't go into that then. Yeah. Um, but I. It. I think you know. It was. It was a real thinker. Uh, kind of series, and of course, you know those type of things don't last long on network TV. Right. But I think it ended mm-hmm. in a really good way. Not not half-assed or anything. It's like, oh yeah, this this is really about the only way you, you know, it felt very complete. Like you were saying about the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yeah, this this completed the arc pretty well. Yeah, I don't think I completed an arc yet. So yeah, I must. <laughs> All right, then I'll we'll move past that. that. Yeah. Here's a new one on HBO that I think you might like. Uh, the plot against America. I don't know if you ever read the book by Philip Roth. I've heard about it. Okay. Uh, so it's told from the... So this is all in the 30s in America, and it's told uh, from the perspective of a middle-class Jewish family. Mm-hmm. And Lindbergh is running for president. And, of course, he <clears throat> completely stays... You know, it's Anti-Semitic. Yeah, very, very anti-Semitic. Uh, fascism comes to America. Uh, he runs for president and beats FDR you know, from his first term. So mm. it's, it's a, like I say, an alternate history was very good. Mm-hmm. I, I think you'd really get a kick out of it. So Yeah, I wow. find alternate history just hard to digest sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's fun, but... It's you know. not an easy thing to do. Yeah, you have to, like, really pull your whole head off the cart, you know? Well, it's like historical fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't know the history and you try to fill in gaps that obviously aren't in the history, like, I'll give you a good example, uh, I, Claudius, and Claudius the God. So if you're if you're writing about the Julio-Claudian family, and obviously there's a level of detail that isn't there, it's not going to work. You know, or the Persian boy, which was Alexander the Great as a boy being taught by Aristotle. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you don't have that history down, <laughs> either filling in ga- historical gaps or going down an alternate timeline, it's going to show. 
Mm-hmm. It, it it has to be done very delicately, like like Jojo mm-hmm. Rabbit. I mean, you you there's so many ways that could have just been. You know, it's like utterly yeah. fucking tasteless. I'm just kind of pissed off that credits were you know so short with Jojo Rabbit as it was. Yeah, I, me too. I thought I thought he wasn't cut slack because you're not allowed to make fun. You know, and it's like, well, he wasn't making fun. He was making fun within making dire, dire, dire <laughs> storytelling. The, po- the poster oh, yeah. said it best. This is a story about anti. Uh, this is an anti hate movie. This is an anti-hate story. Like, yeah. a doy. I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, there must have been a push well, somewhere in Israeli culture that just said, nope, we can't, nope, not going to do it. Well, I, I don't think, if if you either uh, can't enjoy that movie and, and, and see it as intellectually stimulating or at least enjoyable, or if you can't at least, maybe you didn't like it, but you can see how someone else might like it and, and give it a kind of like, I can see how some people like it, so I'm not going to like dish it too bad. Mm-hmm. If you're not in either of those two camps, then I, I just don't understand where you're coming from because it's, I, don't, I don't know if you get it. I don't know if you're smart enough to yeah. really, you know, maybe I guess maybe I'm just an elitist or, well, or stuck in my yeah. own opinion, but it's like I don't. Yeah, you're. You, I think you're missing the boat if you don't see but, but why some people really like this There's movie. a type of people that really like to have things be historically exactly accurate, perfect. And like when I watched Death of Stalin, fucking loved it. It was a hey, comedy. Hey, who played Khrushchev? Yeah, exactly. What? It was Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. But the, the, besides Steve Buscemi, the point is it was a comedy about a heinous dictator who killed millions yeah. and millions of people. Yeah. And right. you know, and and beyond Stalin, you know, there were there were heinous acts that happened after Stalin. I'm just saying that you can do a historical yes. comedy, including, I mean, half of comedy is a tragedy, you know, and and so so yeah. doing a comedy about Hitler isn't that insensitive to me. And, and I think it wasn't the first time it was done either. I mean, no, this is, of well, course not. Of well, course yeah. not. What, what, I mean, what is the producers? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, mean, you know, I mean, it's just... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just disappointed yeah. that the Academy, like, I, I thought, just ignored this movie so badly. And uh, I don't know. I loved it so, so hard. So, mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's it's one of those things where if if younger people go to it and they see that and they go... Well, what what is this really about and everything? I mean, honestly, anything that gets a dialogue going <laughs> yeah. about history, <laughs> I think, is a good thing. But but we have old guard critics who are like, I think, shutting down that kind <sighs> of thing, that kind of discussion, and and you know, giving it low ratings. And I I don't want to get on a downer. I just like <clears throat> I'm just disappointed <laughs> at the rating level that it got because I I think it should have been way 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 higher than it should have. Well, it's or it, was. It's not. I don't I don't want to go down the the and this i'm not talking about correctness or anything but we kind of touched on this before mm-hmm. the show is that it's like kids who do something wrong little kids if you're brought up catholic or something like that and you do a little prayer to say you're sorry for some very venal sin that's what our conversation and our dialogues have become is that you know kind of like like i said i use the example of of trump when you know he did 
one of his original speeches saying, well, you know, we got to stop the Mexicans from coming up here. A lot of them are, you know, uh, drug dealers and murderers, <laughs> rapists. I'm sure there's some good ones, too. In other words, you have to even everything out. You have to. Now, I'm not saying I'm not being in favor of extremism, but I think that there's also a danger from bending over backwards, from be, being so sensitive that you tend to chafe. I get it. When you shut down yeah. dialogue simply because it's like, well, we could offend this. We could we could be saying this. Are you, are you looking at what is being said and how it is being said? Like a good movie that is, um, speaking of another one of my favorite actors, Sam mm -hmm. Rockwell, who was also in Jojo Rabbit. He was awesome in Jojo Rabbit. He was yeah. awesome. In jo I frankly have liked him in everything I've seen oh, him God. in. Oh, God. Moon. Yeah. One of his Moon, best. great. Have yeah. you seen... Um, Iron Man 2. Uh, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be Iron Man 2, by the way. That's right. Oh. Anyway. Wow. Uh, have you seen the movie Best of Enemies? Best of Enemies? No. It's fantastic. It's it's about it's all based on real life, and it's about um, this school in the south. And they were talking about how do we integrate our schools, and how, what are the points that we're going to do. And you watch that movie, and it's fantastic. And there's this woman in there. Sam Rockwell plays the head of the local clan. Oh God! Yes, of course he does. And then <laughs> that guy. This, and I'm sorry, I'm blanking on her name now, but she was in, um, you know, the Hidden Ones. Um, you know the movie about the NASA computers. They were oh, African American oh, Octavius, women. Octavius uh, Spencer, maybe no, possibly. I still want to see that. But hidden figures. Hidden figures. hidden figures. I'm yeah. sorry. I I don't know. I thought the hidden ones, but I'm I've been like, watching a lot of Russian I've cinema. Seen the so hidden. <laughs> that was a great horror movie too. Yeah, that, uh, horror sci-fi back in 1980s. Anyway. So in any case, you watch this and this amazing thing happens, which I won't you know spoil it for you in any way shape or form but then you know you would say well how that just seems so contrived or whatever but when you watch it unfold at no point does it ever look false and what's great mm -hmm. is at the end you have interviews and film of the actual people and that that to me always just I always makes love it love that so I love real that. yeah like, like um yeah, hacksaw ridge or yep. you know i don't know yep. how many different movies and i think that yeah. makes it so real well, the for goldbergs me. And they have yeah, the, the <laughs> actual video clips at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's cool. It's funny that you should say that, Tor, because I was watching uh, one of the countless documentaries about MASH. And, of course, mm -hmm. we did a podcast on MASH. But they actually interviewed people that were in, they were mobile army <laughs> surgeons yeah. during the Korean War. And mm -hmm. they worked with all the people to put the show on. And, you know, I kept thinking, well, you know, which were the ones that were really contrived and which were the ones that, you know, you actually went through. And I, the one that I thought, there's no way that this could be fucking real, 5 o'clock Charlie. They really had a 5 o'clock Charlie. Oh, yeah. They got the idea. They said, no, we had this dude. <laughs> it came through in like a crop duster, kept whipping one bomb and then like missing. <laughs> I thought, wow. okay, it could have been any of the episodes, but that one. Wow. It's like, yeah. Jesus nice, Christ. Nice. Five o'clock, Charlie. All right, well, I've got a bunch of movies I want to talk about. Oh, go, please. I'm oh, sorry. My. I hope I haven't been hogging the... No, you haven't, but I need your help with discussing one of them. Okay. So, we took a road trip, you and I. Oh, yes. And uh, this is probably the thing that I really want to direct most people to. Okay. Is a TV show I saw right after our road trip. Oh. So where do we go, Sputnik? <laughs> what do we do? What do we decide to do? Well, starting January 1st of this year, Illinois 
made recreational marijuana legal. And so, of course... We like to recreate. Victor and I said, uh, we must go see this thing that is on our southern border. Yes. We must witness. <laughs> we must see. <laughs> what is occurring <laughs> upon our southern border? Because, <laughs> you know, we've often talked about, you know, how strong the Tavern League is. <laughs> and it's like, They're like the Legion of Doom. They, they live in a helmet in a swamp boy, and rule everything in Wisconsin and no other liquor weed shall pass. Because well, we are the Legion of Doom. Before the thing that shall not be named, uh, <laughs> you know, the course they had the Democratic Convention was going to be in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And they said, well, you know, <laughs> you know, these guys are used to, you know, the smoke-filled back rooms making these, you know, shitty deals, <laughs> anti-democratic deals. Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's bring one to their shore. Let's make sure we keep the bars open until four. And the Tavern League says, no, sir, no, sir. We shall keep all bars open until four. Oh, <laughs> all, all fucking passed. <laughs> yeah, they were not But now, of course, it's like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, poor, poor yeah. Tavernig. Oh, I'm crying in my so, pants. Anyways, they're they're <laughs> like one of the big reasons why marijuana shall never become yes. legal here no. in Scotty Nation. No. Nothing. Nothing but liquor. Even though we used to be during during the early part of the century, we used the we and Iowa were the biggest hemp producers in the nation. Mm. In the fucking nation. But, you know, that was different. I mean, we're talking literally about rope production, and then we're talking about mm-hmm. rope production being shut down because of actual consumption of marijuana in a different way. Right. No, you know? no, I realize hemp yeah. is not the same as, as THC, well, marijuana. Let's, yeah. Right, we'll right. say THC I being mean, marijuana. It's a goddamn industry. Right. Like, Colorado's making a killing, you know? As is Washington, other, as yeah. is California. Yeah, they're just as like, is... the Tavern League is like, well, I don't know how we're going to make money off this. Well, maybe grab the reins and just make money yeah. off of it. <laughs> Quit fucking around. Well, it's, it's <laughs> kind of like the energy companies. Yeah, it's like, it's like oil unless, companies. Unless we, we put down any other <laughs> yes. possible energy, renewable energy source. First, we must <laughs> kill all the windmills. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll move from oil to something. But let's stay at oil for now. Did you ever think yeah. that maybe safe. you could get in on the ground floor? I yeah, yeah, no, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, man. fuck ground nah. floor, man. No, 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 no. God, it's I mean, so hard to change. Can you yeah, imagine? I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I know oil so I want to keep my refineries open forever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll just start fracking. That's a baby Let's step, frack. right? Let's frack. <laughs> Let's make sure that no cars are produced. There aren't a huge truck. Oh, God, you'll it's love this. It's kind of different than oil. So, do you remember when we were kids and trucks were, like, normal-sized? Mm-hmm. You know, like, they were trucks. Yeah. And like to me, I always think of the the Ford F one fifty. So you're talking pickup trucks, not Pick semis. Up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, pick them up trucks. Pick them up, up trucks. trucks. Yeah, fix or repair daily. Found on road day. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you got you, you got your Ford F one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what an anti-Semitic vehicle. Yeah, I know. God. <laughs> But well, I hated the Jews back then. <laughs> you know, I don't hate them so much. They were right. Those Fords found on road dead. Thanks for repairing it. The whole bed was full of the Dearborn Independent copies <laughs> of the Protocols of the Elder Zion. Anyways, so so you know, a truck to me was Jeez. this very, you know, streamlined minimalist thing, and it it looked like what it was. It was a working vehicle. Yes. And uh, so, so now trucks, like sometime in like the late steroids. 90s, yeah, they became these like enormous. Get into the back of my truck. I'm the Schwarzenegger truck. <laughs> well, I'm you... the F. 
350C. I don't you guys may or may not remember this, but do you remember like in you know, I think it was like the golden age of station wagons where you had the magic station wagon rear door that oh, yeah. it folded down. Oh yeah. Or, or it's open to, like to a tail. Side. To Those the side. Awesome. They were fucking awesome. Yeah. But like anything, <laughs> when you make the mousetrap more complicated, more shit can go wrong with it. Yeah. So probably about maybe one or two months after the kids using that, it maybe opened one way. <laughs> and <laughs> after that, the kids again. were just crawling Never up shut again. <laughs> Anyways, point being mm-hmm. is that the, the luxury car this year was the Dodge Ram truck. And this wow. thing is fucking enormous. Now, you I'm sure you guys have seen the, I don't know, maybe it's a GMC or whatever, where it has this tailgate where it goes down a step, and then it goes down oh, another yeah, yeah, step. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, you can use it to hold shit this way. You can yeah, hold, I was like, well, that's, that's You know impressive. that's waiting to go wrong. Yeah, mousetrap. It's waiting impressive. to go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Impressive. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> the Dodge going to get her foot stuck. <laughs> the do- <laughs> dragged dead by... The sun. <laughs> it's well, total National Lampoons is waiting to make well, fun of this. The Dodge Ram goes takes it one step further. They put bread door tailgate. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it goes splits down the middle and opens sideways. Wow. Try try to picture that in your head somehow. Yeah, what yeah. Anyways, these things are so big now, the large cities are <laughs> charging people extra for parking. Because oh, yeah. they essentially there's no way so so if you because yeah. you know how these fuckers are, like you're in a parking ramp or you're trying to get out somewhere and you know, Ferd Thud Pucker has got his new Silverado mm-hmm. or what the fuck have you, and of course she's gotta back it in. And and of course that'll take like twenty fucking minutes of, you know, a fifty point Austin Powers turn. <laughs> he gets he, he gets it in. It's right there on the white lines. And of course, there's no way that you can have a vehicle on either side, you know, passenger or driver, get in or out right. because this thing is taking up so much fucking space. So of course, yeah. you know, we, we're so lousy with frack oil that these are the only vehicles that the big three fucking make anymore are these huge trucks and SUVs and whatnot. So electric mm-hmm. cars, and eh, not so much. Uh, small affordable vehicles, eh, no, no, really, no, no. But I love how gas is now like uh, 50 cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got 50 cents? We'll give you some gas. And you know what that's all about. It's about OPEC saying, fuck you, it's stop a, fracking, motherfuckers. It's a slap fight between yes. Russia so, and, and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so I love it. Mr. Bonesaw goes to Putin <laughs> and says, hey, hey, you cut down your oil production pumping, and we will too. We'll stabilize the oil price. What do you say? And uh, Putin goes... I think that if I really just open the fucking floodgates, I'll create more chaos, and that's really what I'm about. <laughs> that is, that is, that is. And I'm all like, I gotta get my gas cans to the local gas store real soon, because I can't possibly drive around in a quarantine enough to justify the prices of these gas. How am I gonna pay for it? I ask you, George, come on! I wanna drive around and waste all this gas! Well, it's cheap! Oh my god, so so Mr. Bonesaw, of course, being Mr. Bonesaw, says, well, by God, I'll teach you. I'll open the floodgates, too. So it's down to like 20 bucks a barrel now. They are also really upset at fracking. They want fracking oh, yeah. to stop. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Because, so, I mean, honest to God, this, this shit can't last long. Anyways, oh God, we no. went down a rabbit hole again, and I'm sorry. No more economics. Yeah, no it, more it, economics. But economically Somewhat speaking, economic we drove to Chicago. We drove, well, we drove to Rockford. Okay, fine. The home of Cheap Trick. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Rockford and Chicago are not the did same. You see the, did you see the British Cheap Trick show I sent you? Yes. The YouTube video? Yes. Because there's a British YouTube, there's a British show that's just, I, I thought you'd love it because it's like, 
beat for beat exactly yes. that '70s show. Yeah. Did you watch oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that was a good. That was a good link that you said. I was yeah. like, oh my god, I love it when other countries just absolutely ape yeah. another show completely. Yeah. Oh my god, that it was, mm. and it was so funny too because. What was it called again? I forgot the name of it. I we we might not remember. Just look for British ripoff. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah. And and um, I have to say that, you know, by and large from that '70s show, I mean the young people were fairly attractive. Oh, Donna. Donna, yeah, and Jackie. <laughs> Jackie was very good looking too. But then, yeah. of course, you have the British version. It's like, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. not feeling good about this. I, yeah, but. And that, and they didn't really seem. It was such an Americanized seventies that I just I refused to believe that the British were like this in the seventies. <laughs> weren't a bunch of no, 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 yeah. no. It was just like they were doing an American. thing. They were doing a reboot. Yeah, weren't like um, like I know a couple of them were Scientologists on the cast. Yes, like wasn't uh, Donna? Donna is, and so is um, Hyde. Yeah, Hyde. Yeah, Hyde. yeah. well, Hyde's gotten in some. Hyde trouble was accused too. of rape too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get censored on this one. All right, so. We well, just cut, cut that part out. I will. I won't. I won't say anything more controversial. I probably will. Okay. So we drove to Chicago. We're, we're going to this dispensary, we Rockford. Rockford, and also the home of um, whom you met. Um, shit, you know the model. Um, oh, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford is <laughs> yeah. from Rockford. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you guys don't know. I was in a TV show with Cindy Crawford. So go yeah. look through all the TV shows she's ever done. You'll see Victor, and you'll find me because <laughs> yeah. I was in a TV show with Cindy Crawford. So yeah. good luck with that. Uh, yeah. I'm sure some of you sick fucks will find it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you're talking about things you want to do in the bunker. Yeah. I don't even. Want, I'm not even going to mention the name of the show. Uh, but, we should, we'd uh, probably yep. cut that shit out. No, no, no. Go fucking yeah. Google Cindy Crawford. I mean, she's done a lot of TV shows, and yeah, I she right. was actually really, really awesome, really smart, really cool, and really nice. And honestly, it was weird how um, we gave background to be on the show to the staff, right? And then when we met Cindy Crawford, she was on point with the background, like tits. She remembered you and was like, "Oh yeah, you're that person who blank blah blah." You know, so yeah. so. It wasn't like it was a joke to her. It was like she's really nice. So I mean, people in you know people in uh, media and Hollywood. I mean, a lot of them are just really nice people who yeah. want to work with other people happen and are nice famous. to people. Yeah, yeah. So and they just happen to be super famous. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be in a show with you. Cool. And uh, then she's like, also cool back. So okay. anyway, love her. She's totally cool. So we went to the dispensary in Rockford. It wasn't that cool. <laughs> it was not cool. It it had all the warmth of a of a, a prostate exam. Yeah, I thought oh. we were gonna get. You know, you know what was warmer than going to the dispensary in uh, uh, not Chicago, Rockford mm -hmm. was going to Lennon's tomb and getting yelled at by Russian guards. <laughs> oh, like that wow. was a warmer reception <laughs> in Lennon's tomb. Visiting the body but, of Lenin. But to be fair, you were cracking wise, Victor. <laughs> In the Holy of Holies. <laughs> I was. But still. You, know. you, were, you were pressing ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's making a scene. It just it just didn't go smoothly. And they were there was a line uh, at this dispensary and and they they demanded that you knew exactly what you wanted at the point well, of arrival. Let's, let's back up Go a little ahead. bit. So the whole thing <laughs> is is that you know they don't have enough weed 
to really cover all this shit. So uh, they have a bunch of them in Chicago, and they just had a couple of them in Rockford. Mm-hmm. In fact, the other one that we could have gone to uh, had done medical marijuana once that became legal. So they had been there for a while. So anyways, this is the one we went to was just like an old abandoned storefront, which they had done up. And it looked very cheery and bright, but all the windows were, I won't say blacked out, they were oranged out. <laughs> and uh, so, A lot of orange, like, get the fuck out of here, orange. Yeah. You know? Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy, don't, don't stay. Don't fuck around. <laughs> don't Illinois is really into orange. Have you ever been to Champaign-Urbana? Oh, sure. There's a lot of orange there. Well, that's that's a part of the fighting Illini colors. Exactly. You know. But it's also, yeah. like, part of the design of the early McDonald's restaurants. The idea was, you don't stay at McDonald's, you leave. So if they make it orange... Get your shit and go. You kind of leave. <laughs> Eat your sandwich. Get the fuck out. Eat your hamburger, hamburger. Get out of here. So so we pull up, and the and, uh, first thing you see is a couple of Illinois cops. Body armor, big guns, and I'm thinking, well, okay, it's legal here, so... You know, why the firepower? <laughs> so I just, like, rolled out my window and say, hey, uh, is it okay to park here? And it's like, whoa, there's no free parking. I mean, they couldn't have been nicer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, Sputnik only had a bunch of few people during this adventure. What's that? Sputnik mm. only had to punch a few people during this event. <laughs> no, no it know? was actually and very... And a cop wasn't one of them. It was There's very actually peaceful. actually a lot of really nice people in Illinois. It was... I mean, but they have... They're, they're outside of Chicago, though. <laughs> well, even in Chicago... Oh, come on. But... <laughs> Now, now you're wrong. telling Fibs. I'm talking probably more outside get of Chicago. It, Fibs. I get it. <laughs> but but they've got such it's it's like they're so from Illinois. You yes. Know, I mean, yes, they yeah. occupy that space and time. Exactly. Yes. They have a certain je ne sais quoi. A exactly. certain joie de vie, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. No, you're right though. You're right. I mean you people. It's like telling the difference between different years of Volkswagen Beetles. If you know enough about them, you can tell a difference just by listening or, or looking at somebody. Like, when I was in uh, Palm Springs recently, some people from Boston came up to me. What? what? I was in Palm Springs. I love it. We're just going to sidebar, because this is bunker well, no. talk. This, this is, is bunker talk, this is and everyone bunker. has all the time in the world. This is a tale. I want to hear this tale. This is a tale of two dispensaries. I'm right. doing this as a compare and contrast. Right. So mm-hmm. we're up in, on, uh, we took the tram up to this mountain and there's a bunch of people from Boston. They go, you know, hey, I really like your accents. <laughs> Where are you from? And I said, we're, we're from Wisconsin. Oh, cheese heads. And it's like, oh, I can, t- you have such quaint accents. Like, we don't fucking have accents. You have fucking accents. <laughs> I got a problem. You got a problem. No, you fuck you. What the fuck you talking about? He's got smart pie. I'm walking here. It's down by the harbor. <laughs> yeah, when I was in Rhode Island and, you know, this family was walking by. <laughs> totally normal looking family would have been perfectly in place if they were in Wisconsin. And then they started talking and we're just like, whoa. <laughs> it's so much different. But Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So so if you can tell if you're from the Midwest, you can tell a Hoosier from an Illinoisan, from a Scani, from a Minnesotan, from yeah, it's this they're definitely there. You know, I mean, you you definitely yeah. can tell. Oh, I agree. Dialects are interesting. I you know studied from well, it just it just the Dialects way cool. just the way they handle themselves in a conversation and so forth. You you can definitely tell. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. hard. And then there's Iowenians mm-hmm. who are just I don't know. They're just bizarre, <laughs> <laughs> and they can't handle technology either. Let's be honest. It's, Iowa will never become a tech a technology corridor. <laughs> Anyways, 
So we go to this dispensary in Rockford, and they tell you right off, uh, there's probably about an hour, hour and a half wait. And you think, okay, fine. You know, maybe there's a coffee bar. Maybe I could have. No, no you're just standing out in the you fucking cold. You cannot leave that line. And, and we were on this, it was an adventure, and that was the adventure, was right. to so be you, in the line. You and go ten, you can only go in ten at a time, mm-hmm. and then you have a menu, and of course, if you're from out of state, you have to present your license, and if you're from out of state, you can get about half of what a native can get. And it was funny, while we were waiting in line, people kept driving, it was a highway, and people kept driving by and honking, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then, so then you get in, and then you fill out your little... Your, your little menu. They tear off the tag at the bottom, and then you go in to what looked like used to be a bank. So then you wait in another line. Another strange room. Why yeah. they take your, your mm-hmm. order, and then you go up to somebody's oh, order, next person coming up, and then they bring your, your bag out. So it's all behind this closed window. Yeah, they bring your bag out, and you're like, yeah. okay, I'll just walk right. out with this bag then. Now, my experience, <laughs> to compare and contrast, when I was in Palm Springs, go into this dispensary, gorgeous. Totally MCM, total mid-century modern. Yeah, beautiful. Denver, Denver, Colorado. Denver as well. is the same way. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful, well appointed, uh-huh. well done. No so, messing around. I'm in there, and they have a sign that said, "Your Budmaster will be with you shortly but to, help with your nice. sele- to, to help you with your selection." To help you with your selection. So I'm like, "Fucking great!" Yeah. And then you go in, and it's like a goddamn boutique. It tells you exactly how so you got much. Kind of like a waiter helping you out. Uh, yeah, you you walk around and the shit's all there. I mean, there's the there's the the flowers, there's the the gummies, there's you know whatever you want, and then you know there there was a couple of uh, elderly women ahead of me, and they were looking for CBD oil, and the budmaster helped them first and said, "Well, we don't carry CBD oil, but you might want to try these gummies or something." Well, I'll tell you, they they walked out with as many gummies as I did. And it was a beautiful experience. It was just like go in, go out. You're you're a fucking human being. Mm-hmm. But of course, with Illinois, and then um, they would literally run out of shit while you're waiting in line. Yeah, we no longer have that. We no longer have that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, was the product good? Yes, it was. Um, but whew, wow, you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of kind of brutal. It was intense, and it was interesting that uh, you know they're just starting out. They're they're just figuring out how to deal with this kind of yeah you know situation and it's just wild that i think this could be a boon to all economies yes, yes. if this kind of thing could pick up because i i feel it's very safe i think it's a, a very good way to move forward on these kind of issues you're not you're not uh i mean with the edibles you're not uh, you know polluting your lungs i mean there's, there's still carcinogens when you pull in marijuana smoke and you know it doesn't it just Look, it's a nice, safe high. <laughs> Other than, um, you know, Hearst newspapers from the 30s, I've never heard of anybody really stoned on good weed who just goes on a fucking Hulk-like rampage. <laughs> well, you know, you probably have never heard of the uh, Reefer Madness that happened back in 1930s where everyone was mad and jazz took a hold on American citizens. I believe they were called jazz cigarettes at that jazz time. Jazz cigarettes were all the rage. Play faster. 1930s. <laughs> but what I think is good now is now that it's sort of mostly legal, yeah. you know, now instead of sticking our heads in the sand, we can actually just, we can go ahead and, and do research. Yeah. And we can see uh, what's More, a problem, what's yeah. not a problem. Exactly. What, 
More what, importantly, what might the, this help from a medical standpoint? Yeah. More and, importantly, you know, the just say no culture has to end, and people have to start looking at the medical applications. I work with people who work on yeah. uh, psilocybin research at the UW Hospital. There are there are places that are looking into ways you can therapeutically use these kind of drugs, whereas they used to just put people in jail, you know, immediately. And we're still doing that in Wisconsin. Hallucinogenics are making a huge comeback yeah, in psychiatric yeah. treatment of depression, yeah, yeah. You, schizophrenia, you name it. And, and they yeah. should. They should because uh, from every researcher that I've ever spoken with, they do have a high therapeutic uh, payback rate. I mean, you can't say that about a lot of the uh, actual drugs that we're taking nowadays. Um, yeah. Where oh, you no. have a two-month return where you're like, oh... I'm seeing a return rate that is so much higher, you well, know, from patients. Just, just the commercials we see every day on TV with the, you know, disclaimers five yards long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it, you might bleed out the <laughs> eyes, but you know, you'll you'll your skin will clear Should up. Should I say transatlantic <laughs> transatlantic <laughs> accent? Yeah. You might die from diarrhea from your anus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know. When you get deep into those disclaimers, you're like, I might what? I might, <laughs> what might yeah. happen? I know. I mean, th they say it in such a beautiful <laughs> I know, way. I know. It's like, well, contact you know. your doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you find that your genitals fall off, <laughs> <laughs> what? They might what? And they always end with my like, genitals what? And death. Yeah. <laughs> and death. You know. <laughs> please stop. Please stop taking it immediately and see a doctor. <laughs> Sneezing for more than one century is often a side effect. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> have you Have you seen this new commercial? Now this is. The, something I never knew fucking existed. The bent dick. <laughs> the bent, the no. Bent, yeah. It's, you, you've seen it, right? I, I, I have not seen it. Okay, all right. There's still a little 12 year old with me that kind of like. <laughs> when well, I hear that, but it's. Well, like, no, but it's, just, just, it's just one of those things. Just, it's like. I, is nobody working on cancer? I mean, what, is it, <laughs> there they're just they, like, I have a bent penis and <laughs> I need a pill for So them. literally, they're trying to sell a pill that would correct. Uh, a, it's a straightening pill, I guess. I. I, I don't, don't know. know. This is maybe, a maybe it's a a, a splint. Is this I another way you know, to I, sell? A I I don't want to giggle pill? about it too much because maybe there's people that have struggled with this and it's a real no. problem. But hey, Tor, if you struggle it, with it, bent penis, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You'd, in some ways, you'd think that might work, be more fun, but you I don't know. Shoot that's, around a corner. I yeah, love to struggle know. with a bent penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what she said. So of course, of course, they can't. Sh they can't show Mr. Winky. So they show a cucumber that's bent, and they go, "If this is your new normal, I've never seen see it. a doctor." Is this like, your, does it like do an L? You know, ninety degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. If my dick's a cucumber, I definitely want to see a doctor. Yeah, much less a bent one. <laughs> my dick has been green. Hey, what did my dick become a cucumber? It's been green for years. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Spinal Tap? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, oh I mean, no, it's not that I don't feel bad for people that suffer from this, but this shouldn't yeah. be something of nationwide concern. It's like, why yeah. aren't you what fixing cancer? What is their target demographic <laughs> right. in that yeah. ad? It's yeah. like, how many people are they reaching out to that are going to be like, oh my God, mine might be the, a little the, bit bent. Oh, they you know? always have like a little thing at the bottom. It said, see our ad in Golf Journal or something. You, you, you know, like, I, now i got to buy a Golf Journal? <laughs> well, the buddy, stakes are so high. What did your buddy <laughs> hit you in the dick with? Butter or something? I don't so know. So Sputnik, you know, the way these drugs, the drug research goes, <clears throat> maybe it originally was a cancer drug, but like one of the guys, you know, in part of the, the study is like, uh, it didn't cure my cancer, but my dick is straight now. That tore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tor, that is exactly how a lot of drug applications get applied. Yeah. Like uh, what Diffenhydramine, Hydroclock. I mean, there are drugs that um, they they show up on the market and they're like, oh, we're going to do this, and then we realize, oh, it makes you drowsy, and then we're like. Pfft. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Diphenhydramine. But it Boom. also makes your eyes bleed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, some of them are just mellow, and they don't they do... not do like, Right. Yeah, I mean... So, no, I know what you're saying, yeah. but it's, it's just like, oh, uh, we meant it to do this. <laughs> we wanted it to cure cancer, but we found out that yeah. it just straightens your dick out. Or, but I got to tell you, yeah, that's yeah. probably how we're going to cure cancer. That's probably no, how we're going to cure I'm sure Alzheimer's. Right. I'm sure no, I mean, you're right. I mean, all this money, I see this all the time, all this money that goes into like Alzheimer's, they got like millions and mm-hmm. millions and millions of dollars. It's probably not that money. I mean, sure, that money is going to do lots of good. Right. But but someone's going to find something in a secondary study that realizes that mm-hmm. all the money going to Alzheimer's is finding out that, oh, it's this different protein that's causing this. And then yeah. someone who's like trying to make your dick hard, they're going to be like, well, Might put that together. we shut that protein down, and then boom, all of a sudden you got this synergy. No, you're completely so, right. Yeah. I, it's I, just that right. I would rather see commercials about something like they're working toward an Alzheimer's cure or whatever. Exactly. If, you, if there's something, if you have a bent mm-hmm. dick, then yeah, go talk to your doctor about it, but I, I don't necessarily need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, you know, yeah. I, and this I thing, don't need to be contemplating the, or, or my favorite, the bentness of my dick. Yeah. I don't want to have to get a straight ruler. I don't know out. about you, but I, yeah. I really get a big kick out of reading all the disclaimers, <laughs> written disclaimers yeah. at the bottom of the commercials. I love it. I love mm-hmm. when the poor guy has to say I'm like, Oh yeah, you know you might vomit diarrhea, but they don't say all. <laughs> what of them. I can yeah. what? Like the one where where the person has to piss all the time, but they got the little uh, wide eyed, blue eyed. Uh, that's me. Uh, never mind. <laughs> they got the little wide eyed, blue eyed uh, bladder. The little cute bladder. I've never. And then it looks in and, it says, and it says something like, you know, Bobby the bladder is a trademark. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was Bobby the bladder. <laughs> no, but they it, like, it's something. Like, hey, no, misanthrope. Bobby the bladder, man. Kenny the colon. He's working hard. He's got a job. <laughs> well, Kenny Colin is, is not feeling great yeah. right now. Anyways, all right. So we had a good time. So we had a good we time. Went to Chicago. Frankfurt. Got some mints. I'm just going to say Chicago. It's okay, Illinois to me. You know, the story sounds better. All you right, know what? Fine. All those cities look alike. All right. They all look alike. <laughs> I like Rockford. We got back uh, from Rockford. And you watched a movie? No. The next morning, I decided to have one of the mints that we got. Ooh. And I thought, that's a great mint. Awesome. And it's only like, you know, 15 milligrams of whatever. You know, that's not yeah. a big deal. So I just had another mint right away. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. That's two mints. I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to sit down, have some coffee, and watch a TV show. And then I lost my mind. Days later. Days <laughs> later. I grew a uh, full beard, uh, Gilligan's Island style. So, so honestly. <laughs> good one. Classic, classic uh, edible style. I took too much. Yeah. Which I shouldn't have. And I should have just waited that full hour. Like, whenever you take a mint of anything, with anything in it... 45 minutes to an hour. I'm saying an hour after my experience. Wait a full hour before you make the decision that I made. Yeah. Immediately after taking the first one, I was like, oh, "Oh, that's a good mint. I'm not feeling shit. That's only 15 (laughs) milligrams. I'll take another one. I I took two mints. I sat down, and I started watching on Netflix the TV show Glow. And nice, right? Good and, choice. Yeah, no, and I, I loved it. So, but, but I realized, you know, in the first 
hour or so that I had taken too much. Mm -hmm. You know, it took about two hours. But I started watching the first episode, and I thought, this is pretty good. I'm really liking this glow show. <sighs> Alison Brie is wonderful in it. She is wonderful. And uh, the, the the full supporting cast is really, really good. Mm -hmm. I wasn't hurting anybody, Tor, just so you know. Yeah. I was just watching this TV show. Set in the Sitting 19... at home baking. <laughs> yeah. Set in the 1980s, Mark Marin plays a guy who's trying to get 1980s female wrestling up and running. And... With a full mm -hmm. cast of people who could be He's very wrestlers. good in that role, by the way. That role is made for him. He really was. Yeah. He really and, was. And uh, Alison Brie, oh my God, I love her so much. She is yeah. such a beautiful actress. I loved actress. her in Community. Yeah. And uh, the writer, um, Liz uh, Flayhive or whatever, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she wrote for Homeland. She wrote for uh, Nurse Jackie. Um, I just love her. Anyway, I, I watched, like, by the second or third episode, I was really, really heavily questioning existence and watching the show and i said victor just, i says i says i says i says i says victor just ride this out and just keep, yeah keep watching have some water mm -hmm. nice cup of tea just keep watching the show but like i was at a point where i i was questioning all of existence and watching oh yeah and uh i ended up watching all three seasons within um two days but wow. <laughs> I you know the 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 I got relaxed after a couple sure. hours. No, but, but the no. first hour, the first first hour was a bit weird. Like it, it could have been like that better off dead claymation part where he's flipping burgers and the burgers are dancing on the grill. <laughs> yeah. It was, was kind of like that in the beginning. And I was like, just ride that part out. I'm feeling all fluffy and yeah. woofly. Just just ride that part out. Just ride that part out. But but I really was. like, I think I texted you. I was like, oh yeah, my you God. Did. He's like, Whoa, I made a huge what mistake. What is enough? What is enough? <laughs> I was like, one mint. Whoa, no. Yeah, one mint is, is well, enough. There was an NBA player who just this year <sighs> didn't eat like a whole bag of gummies. Oh my God. I mean, he knew they were THC laced and everything, but he thought the same thing and he, yeah. he just kind of got the munchies and ate a whole fucking bag. It's, you got some eight foot tall guy. It's <laughs> feeling kind of funny. You know, as long as you know what you're ingesting, yeah. it's fine. You you can you're responsible. And oh you, yeah, you can just yeah. like shut your doors and deal with. But wow, 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 wow! Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah, I mean, and it's good and it's relaxing. And then yeah. you know, you have one every now and then. It's fine, but don't do two if you don't no. want to do two. But I made the mistake. But I, that was just yeah. funny. I thought, oh, this is no big deal. Edibles are a big deal. Kids, and they do eat rain pretty in the gummies. Strong. Yeah, rain them in. Be careful. <laughs> You know, just take that's your all time. we're saying. Yes, take not your time. for kids, it's adults only. Take that's your time, right. adults. Kids stay in school. Yeah, adults. Yeah, take your time. Go yeah. to Rockford or Chicago. I don't know. That's right. Maybe Rockford is Chicago. We Victor don't obviously know. It's a suburb. Off. Victor obviously has no idea what Champagne Urbana. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Champagne Urbana, then you went too far. You went too far. You went way. Too you far. went way too fucking far. You're, you're down south. Now you're in silo country. You got a whole different accents to deal with down there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see uh, Mark Barron's End Time Fun? Yes. I thought that was pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're missing a George Carlin nowadays, and it's nice to get that bitter, yeah. bitter darkness that I don't we don't get much. I don't mind that. I think it's, it's it's sort of tying in, we were talking about it before, about the dark comedies or black comedies. Yeah. You know, th that's okay. I mean, sometimes you can take really uncomfortable things, and it's not that you're not taking it seriously or you're laughing at it to diminish it, in some ways, I think you're you're kind of taking it out and looking at it. Like Jojo Rabbit, did it look at the full horror of the Holocaust? No. 
but it wasn't supposed to. It was just saying, here's this little boy, here's the things in his life that he knew. I thought it was a brilliant way to look yeah. at it. Oh, yeah. You know, instead of, oh, yeah, there's, you know. Mm-hmm. you History can be taught in the worst possible ways, and people will just turn off of it. And and that's that's a sad thing because then everything you look at in the news or online or whatever is like, well, this has never happened before. This is completely unique. This is unprecedented. No, it's really not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, speaking of history. Yes. Okay, I'll talk about one of my other shows it. that I've watched Please that I've do. mentioned before. I just saw the most recent episode of The Curse of Oak Island. Oh my God! <laughs> awesome sauce. And they, they keep finding you know little steel things yes. and rocks that are wood that are positioned in odd ways. I swear that, that island is cursed. Jesus's yeah. car keys. Yeah, <laughs> just all kinds of stuff. <laughs> they probably have Jesus's car keys. Okay, I, I would not doubt that. I, this is not really a spoiler because you know their previews are reeling through this stuff like right and left. Oh yeah. yeah. So the um, oh that's funny. On Tuesday they ended the show with. They think they've located the location of the original money pit. Oh, sweet! And they have assembled an eight-foot diameter can, which Mm -hmm. is a giant drill that's going to make an eight-foot diameter hole. Right. And they've assembled this gigantic rig. It's a big crane and a machine that's going to grind this thing into the ground. And they're ready to go down on the money pit. Nice. So it's like, okay, I'm going to have to watch that. Next week, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And this is March 26th, by the way. So cool that was beans. a week now, from the 24th. No, the 31st, let me, I think. If I remember correctly, was it Captain Kidd's treasure? or Well, they don't know. Okay, just pirate treasure or maybe not even yeah. pirate treasure. They're, just they're starting shit. To, it, okay, they don't really know where this stuff came from. It actually might be... Junk is friend! <laughs> it could be multiple... <laughs> Goodies, De- multiple sorry. deposits over we don't know possible centuries. <laughs> um, they think I think his name was uh, Bacon that had uh, ties to the Rosicrucians. Oh, Francis, the, Sir Francis Bacon. I hope it's yeah. Sir Francis Bacon. Really? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Tied, and <laughs> I, I think he did. Have, he did, t- in fact, have ties to the Rosicrucians, which yeah. is ties to the Knights Templar. Yeah. and all that. They also there is a. French fort in Nova Scotia, right? That was uh, attacked by the British, and so there's pretty strong evidence that perhaps they're like, okay, we're about to get our ass kicked by the British. Let's hide all our good stuff somewhere. Right. And so they think that might have been a deposit, either or or as well. That's very cool. Yeah. Anyway, they're finding a bunch of other stuff too, and so in it could be a hoard. What they would call a hoard. So, like for instance, like yeah. if a guy's out with a with a metal detector, and he finds all this Anglo-Saxon gold, or I should say Saxon gold, they usually just call it a hoard. You know, like they they took all their gold and they hid it, or you know, yeah, jewels, yeah. what have you. Like uh, Bulgaria. Speaking of Bulgaria, Ooh. they they uh, found uh, the Scythians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beautiful gold workers, just gorgeous shit. I yeah. mean, it's not just lumps of gold; it's just like beautiful jewelry and. Artwork. Yeah, so they, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different theories of what it could be. So if they dig the money pit and actually find stuff that they can date and trace to tits. a group, then they might actually know who did it. Fuck, I might watch but, it myself. But, just, you know, 
there's also some evidence that maybe there were some withdrawals already. <laughs> so well, somebody but, had to be able to get down there, <laughs> right? Well, the you know essentially you know like the the French fort that hid their stuff they oh. they got back in power, so maybe they just pulled their stuff back out. Oh, I see what you're saying. And um, so they just have this pit that keeps filling up with water. Well, yeah, and, and there's also um, some evidence, no real proof yet that there was a withdrawal made to help fund the American Revolution. Tits. <laughs> right. I mean, so who cares if there's gold or not? If they can find proof yeah. that something like that happened, sure. it's like, holy crap. Now, of course, like most stuff, like all these UFO documentaries I watch and Bigfoot and everything, you know, it's probably going to end up like, eh, maybe, we don't know, and I'll be disappointed again, but who knows? Oh, the, you know, the worst show <laughs> yeah. for that is Expedition Unknown. That ginger guy. Oh, I've watched some of those. I've enjoyed that. some of those shows. Some of them are okay, but yeah. number one, okay, he's he's a ginger, and he's clearly in a lot of tropical environments where he shouldn't be. Yeah. And he's always, like, <laughs> bitching about how miserable it is. And then whatever he's looking for, he doesn't even come close to finding. Uh, it's like, yeah, well, dude, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> don't get me all excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Um, so did you have something other than, than Glow? Or? Heck yeah, man. Oh, by the way, as far as Glow goes, Alison Brie is also being tapped to be She-Hulk. Oh! Nothing, nothing has been said, but I fucking want that. Because for those who don't know, She-Hulk is really like a lawyer character who yeah. accidentally becomes a Hulk kind of character. I love She-Hulk. But she still retains all the memory and all the smartness and all the ability yeah. and has none of the problems of Bruce Banner, you yeah. know, whatever. So, God, having Allison Brie be the face of She-Hulk would be awesome. That would be cool. So I want that. And I, you know, she's awesome. Love her, love her. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I was thinking about, a, there's a couple movies I've actually seen, but I was thinking about other things that are on Netflix that I've seen that I wanted to mention. Oh, sure. Um, you know, movie theaters shut down and everything. I got to see Uncut Gems at uh, the uh, Union South Theater on campus mm-hmm. for free. Uh, that is the Adam Sandler film where he plays a jewel thief, basically. Have you seen it? I have. No. Okay. I, I, after your recommendation, yeah, I had five heart attacks watching that movie. Oh my god! It's so. It's not just that. Um, he, you know, he's this gem dealer, but he's this incredible compulsive gambler who yeah. just like takes everything over and just top. goes over and over. There's, oh my god! There is not a down moment. It is not the Adam Sandler no. movie that you know, like Jack and Jill. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I loved, him, I love him in serious roles, and I honestly wish he would do more serious. I roles. do too. I love how he. Mm-hmm. Grabs all his buddies and all his friends, and he says, hey, let's go here, and we'll do a film. It'll be called Grown Ups 5. Who cares? And then they all get together and make a really shitty Adam Sandler film that right. no one cares about. Right. They're all getting paid big money for it, and they right. have fun doing it. It's like Ocean's Eleven. They're yeah. just fucking around. Who can fucking blame him? Do that. Yeah. But when he puts his mind to a film like Punch Drunk Love, where mm-hmm. Adam Sandler played like a guy who has real emotional problems, and I, Punch Drunk Love is where I, I went... This motherfucker can do this. I He's mean, got acting chops. Yeah, I have, I have, I've talked that movie up way more than me. I should rewatch it again, so I stopped talking it up. But then, then I said, you know, because of Punch Drunk Love, when he came out with this movie, where it's supposed to be a very serious movie, filmed by the Safdie brothers, who do like, you know, they did uh, Safe, I think was the name of the movie. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, they they do these hardcore movies, and I 
I was like, okay, here's a, here's a really weird sidebar. Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens himself, <laughs> wants the Safdie brothers to do the next Pee Wee Herman movie. Wow. And he wants it to be fucking crazy. And, and everyone's like, I don't know if we're ready for that. And I'm like, I'm ready for that. I am very <laughs> ready for that. I am so down for that. Speaking of which, did anyone <laughs> see the Goldbergs this week? Oh, no. God, no. All about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. Cool, cool. So, so I love I love Pee Wee. I love Paul Rubens. I love Blow. Yeah. I mean, the movie. And uh, I love the idea. I mean, because he was I in it. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. I mean, he was in it. And, and even Paul Rubens knows how to throw down a really hardcore good yes, performance. Yes, he does. Yes. And, and seeing Adam Sandler just rip up the goddamn scenes. And The weekend was in this. And they had to set it at this very specific time point where these actual NBA things happened because Sandler is a huge basketball fan and he couldn't have had it land in a way where it didn't happen in this historical time of these basketball events that actually did Mm -hmm. happen. I mean, I don't know. I loved it and I was heavy breathing. And at the end of it, I kind of hated it, but I loved it. But I was like, that was... I mean, it got denied at the Oscars, but he won the Golden Globe, and yeah. he gave a really good Golden Globe speech. And I saw the speech before I saw the movie. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, well, he's right. If, he's right. If he would have released that movie, I think just even as much as maybe a month and a month and a half earlier than he did, because it was kind of late yeah. in the year, I think he would have been a stronger contender. I really yeah. do. I just think that comedians are always underrepresented. Oh, yeah, could, of, yes, they are. You know, yes, they are. And, and, uh, and that's really wrong because oh, for sure. I think <sighs> it is so much harder for a dramatic actor to do comedy than it is for a comedian to do good drama yeah no comedians mm-hmm. can easily do drama yes they can yeah i i, I totally believe yeah. that but yeah. i mean can robert de niro do it for laughs <laughs> evidence no. is not for it yeah uh-huh. no i'm not for it so i'm against it but anyway i highly recommend uncut gems that's a lot if of you're fun. stuck at home watch this movie yep. if you don't drink coffee before you watch it because you will be caffeinated by the end of it oh, God. because it was heartbreaking and there are so many great performances i mean yeah. It just was so good. It's one of those movies that I think, like I say, it was released at a bad time, but it was a lot of fun. And I think that people got, they got, oh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. It's going to be Grown Ups Part 27 or something. It was not. It was was not. not. No, no. It was brutal Uh in a way. Yeah. Oh, God. It was like wild. It wasn't wasn't Quentin Tarantino wild. It was like wild in its own way, which is kind of neat to see. Well, what was fascinating to me was is it just takes you in to this whole world of high stakes gambling. Yeah. Where this guy was just I mean, to say he was robbing Peter to pay Paul doesn't even touch he it. Peter and Paul to pay someone else. <laughs> yeah. So and that just, he can pay back Peter and Paul. So the chain eventually. just keeps going and you keep yeah. thinking, Well, how in the fuck how is, is this? he pulling the shit <laughs> yeah. off? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and you kind don't of a have birdie to, madoff thing. Y- yeah. You don't have to be in the know of it. But you know, yeah. he wants yeah, to, be, he, to see this one. He wants to be released yeah. from prison because he's dying. Well, fucking die in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, die in place, shelter in place, you son of a bitch. Hey guys, I remembered the other movie or TV series I want to recommend on Netflix uh, specifically was Don't Fuck with Cats. If you haven't seen that yet, you should probably watch Don't Fuck with Cats. Okay, I don't watch a lot of documentary shows, but Don't Fuck with Cats. Is about someone who fucked with cats. Yeah. And then a whole internet community uh, found him 
and tried to fuck with him right. because he fucked with cats. Like, I think he killed cats. Yeah. Or a cat. It was, when, it was like, essentially, yeah. he's like a snuff artist. He's a snuff yeah. person. Uh, and well, then they, artist, not really. Yeah, but... not artist. But then they fucked with him to find him. And, and the whole way this documentary shows how human connectivity works nowadays on the internet and how you could or could not stop someone doing something mm-hmm. goes into a larger story that is fascinating when you get to the end of it. And the only piece of advice I could give to anybody going in to watch a documentary like this is don't look it up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Just watch it because you'll realize it's a story that you probably heard about but uh, have forgotten about because it happened a couple of years ago. It's just kind of a weird way, the, you know, the way we are always constantly you know, moving on to the next plateau of the media. But don't look mm-hmm. up what happened because you really want to watch it unfold and then realize, oh my God, this is what this is all about. Sure. So anyway, yeah, highly recommend Don't Fuck With Cats. Um, speaking mm. of that, uh, there was something on public television recently that if they replay it, I think you guys would really like it. It was called Networld. And I think you mm. would particularly enjoy it, Tor, because there was a lot of mathematics to it. Because the guy, what the guy was talking about is, okay, he had me in the first five minutes when he said, um, the internet, is it um, the world's greatest communication and education tool? Or just something that a very small elite uses to profit from your data. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh, number two. <laughs> number two. You said that's a PBS documentary? Uh, series. Series, okay. Anyways, he uses history. Well, documentary series. Correct. Okay. A docu-series, if you will. All right. So he talks about net- human networks of the past in order to better understand. But the whole time, he's talking to all these uh, sociologists and mathematicians about network theory. And it's fascinating mm-hmm. just how people put all of this stuff together. And it's, you know, you think, so he starts off with the example of, um, you know, Johannes Gutenberg, in the, you know, doing the printing press in the latter part of the 15th century. And then the early part of the 16th century, Martin Luther comes out with, you know, his theses, and this just gets passed, and it's cheap copies and everything. But then he starts to look at, like, you know, the mathematical, the mathematics behind networking and so forth, and it's just utterly fascinating, because he uses, uh, you know, how these people pioneered how human networks work, and how, like, cities essentially are examples of the human body, or, you know, that that these things are they find a balance with the people that create them mm. and that you can see the ghost in the machine is definitely there. And it's, it's just a fascinating series. So I'll check it out. You know, it mm. might be, um, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's a light one, but, uh, you know, we're in the bunker. So, so it's called net world and it's on PBS. PBS. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So, um, may I do one or did you have anyone? I got one I can throw in. Oh, please. Uh, I saw the Netflix movie uh, Spencer Confidential. Oh, did, did you, you like it? Did you guys watch it? No, I did not. I'm aware well, of it. What it's, is it uh, about? Mark. Um, it's Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah. Uh, he uh, he's a, anyway. L- long story short, the uh, I did like it. It's enjoyable. It's it's worth a watch. Uh, it's just kind of a good. Uh, essentially, Mark Wahlberg is a cop that beat up another cop, got thrown in prison, gets let out, and now that he's free again, 
something something's not quite right. So he's got to you know figure it out and solve and okay. you know help out some people. And so I thought it was good. Thumbs up. But in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's somewhat comparable to a couple other movies we talked about years ago. Infernal Affairs. I love <laughs> Infernal Affairs. That's a great one. And The Departed. Fuck you, right. Departed. Which, I don't which, like that rat on the rail in the end because it annoyed me. And the... <laughs> Mar- now, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg I know, also was in The I know, Departed. I know. He was also in The Departed. But okay, there were great here, performances in The Departed. Here's long yes, story were. short. I'd rank it Infernal Affairs, number nice. one. Perfect. Departed, number two. I agree. And Departed Sp- was a number two. And Spencer Confidential at three. Really? Wow. Was yeah. it a movie? movie? I'm in. Or was it a- it, I think it was a Netflix movie, as okay. far as I could tell. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it is good. And, and of course, I saw these the other two movies many years ago. Well, um, yeah. There's I, no reason you can't enjoy like a similar plot, you know, with different actors in an yeah, updated yeah, scenario. Yeah, I mean, you can totally enjoy yeah. it. First, there might actually be less things that piss you off in Spencer Confidential. Fewer. Fewer. Tor, you can count them. Yeah. <laughs> or, <You know>? and <laughs> less minus, would be uncountable. And I think I can count all the things that annoy me about. <laughs> and um, minus X, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, God so damn. Good math. one. Nerded out. But uh, but that's just my opinion. Your opinion hey, might be different. No, that's fine. That. So I'm just going to throw that out there. As what do you always, your mileage may vary. You always, your like mileage you, may vary. You, you, right, you'll do yeah. a review of a movie you yeah. went to see and you go, your mileage yeah. may vary. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I'm sure. And you I, know, I am not like the Mr. Movie Review guy. Which but means, I, I like hearing what you like. Yeah, but, but I do too. It, there may be people listening who's like, you know, I I usually end up only liking the stuff Tor likes. But, hey, Tor, or it's I nice hate, to be nice to the nice. Or or they're like, <laughs> I hate everything that Tor's, Tor likes. So I guess I have to give my opinions and then you can base. See, what I you think like most of our that. listeners who have followed my recommendations fall into that latter category. It's like, <laughs> You know, I use Sputnik as a reverse barometer. He says he likes it, and I'm thinking, that shit's not for I me. I should avoid that. <laughs> and as Victor, I say, watch Salo. It's a great film. It's really uplifting. I mean, yeah. it, it, just, it just brings me love. Same pulls, with Audition. Pulls me in. Yeah, it just pulls me in, gives me, like, hope. Yeah. Gives me- like Salo, Audition. There's just few films out there that really bring me that kind it just of hope. Puts it, it puts its hand on my hiney and keeps it there. Yeah. yeah. And if this was social media, you know, it would just be like, and other movies that Tor liked are... I mean, Human Centipede 3, I mean, that's that's like the best movie I ever. I haven't even seen that. If you like this, yeah. Tor also liked. <laughs> it is now the Tor algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, hey, it's been a long time since we talked. Okay, I gotta cool. say, I saw Birds of Prey. Did we talk about Birds of Prey in a podcast at all? Boy, that, Fuck, I, mean, I don't the, think we did. It was like just so Klingon long ships, ago. But... Yeah, with Margot Robbie and whatnot. I adore her. Yeah, Especially no, as Harley Quinn. I, I, I'm pointing it out now because we're all going into quarantine right now. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be available on any streaming service. Rise of Skywalker is next week. Yeah, I highly suggest yeah. people watch it because like, uh, you got one of my favorite... Okay, you got uh, Ewan McGregor from Star mm-hmm. Wars uh, as the bad guy. Uh, Black Mask, who no one really cares about, but you know he, he's right. a funny villain, and Margot Robbie eats up the scenery, and uh, also Mary Elizabeth Winstead from um, 
uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, she uh, oh. played Ramona Flowers. Yeah, sure, she, sure. She uh, plays the Huntress in probably the only <laughs> and best version of the Huntress I've ever seen on film. Like I've always... She's such a little waif, and she's yeah. playing the Huntress? The Huntress, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, she's the best as the Huntress. No shit. Yeah, All almost right. stole the show. Almost stole the show. I will, I will watch it on the, the way to show. that alone. Yeah, and it's kind of a fantasy, weird, silly movie where you're like, well... Why would the police station not be able to handle that? Well, let's okay. not let's not question reality too much. It's a Birds of Prey, Margot Robbie, yeah, uh, Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> stop being a dick. Yeah, yeah, don't don't be a dick. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't be a dick. Totally not worth it. Uh, so, um, all right, and then and then I also wanted to mention um, on HBO, there's this uh, Stephen King adaptation, which I almost I wish I didn't know it was an adaptation called The Outsider. Uh, starring Jason Bateman, and he also directs a few episodes, and his direction is wonderful. Oh, um, um, just just as a side note for yeah. Jason Bateman, uh, new season of Ozark. Yo, I'm waiting yeah. for it. That's coming out really, really soon. Yes. Or is it out already? It's yes. close, it's close. Mm-hmm. I think next week. I'm so excited. So, he's a great actor, great yes. director. He's, he's in the show. It's really about, uh, it's a detective drama about horror murder and wow a child is brutally horribly murdered in the very first episode and then bill mendelson plays a detective who has to figure out yeah bill mendelson that's right yeah he ate the goddamn scenes in captain marvel he's krennic in rogue one i love bill mendelson he's he he speaks barely above a whisper oh god yeah it's so menacing yeah he is so so he's the detective that won't get sucked into your horror bullshit He's trying to do things by the books, but uh, it's a really, really great show. And I've heard some people say, you know, well, the the the, the way it ended was kind of weird. I don't know if you saw the whole thing, but the way it ended, I, was I didn't see the whole weird. thing, but I did start watching it based on your so recommendation. Good. I do like it. So good, and uh, you know, classic Stephen King. It does end kind of weird, but that might be uh, well, the idea that it's going to lead into a second season. So I'm giving it some slack, mainly because what I really liked about it most was. The direction was bizarre, as if it wasn't filmed by people filming people, but by an outsider who doesn't really understand people. And I I just, I got that feeling when I was watching it. This is a film, a TV series, filmed in a way to make you feel at, not at ease, ill at ease. You're supposed to feel (laughs) like you don't know where someone's watching this all from. Mm -hmm. And I loved it, loved it, loved it. And... In a, you know five episodes, I was hooked. You know, I was like really, really into it. So highly suggest it. And if you don't like it, I totally understand. You can be, I can be a reverse barometer. I don't care. But I did really, really enjoy it, and I was hanging on every uh, word on that one. And then I also, um, I've been watching Better Call Saul because Bob Odenkirk and the Rhea Seahorn, Jonathan the new Banks. The season is so good. Oh, I, gotta is, get, I haven't started the new season. Oh, God, yet. it's so good. I think you'd really like it. So fucking good. You know, at first when I started watching Better Call Saul, I, at first I was kind of bitter toward it because I didn't want um, uh, Breaking Bad to end, basically, yeah. just because it was so, so good. But, you know, once I just sort of let it, just let it be on its own merits. I thought this is really, really a good show. I mean, actually, on a par with. Yeah. Well, a lot of mm-hmm. people are pointing out that on on forums, uh, you can find out that they're referencing uh, Breaking Bad, and there are characters that you never really see, like judges are right. mentioned throughout Better Call Saul that are mentioned in Breaking Bad. Like, mm-hmm. there's a continuity. 
that this is the yeah. same universe. This, this isn't just some joke. They are seriously leading everything into some path. Right, right. And we don't know the whole path. No. But it's there. That's what I like they the most about it. Yeah. everything. It's almost like Doctor Who, which I have to say, I really enjoyed the new season. The season finale was wonderful right. awesome. for Doctor Who. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. But in Breaking Bad, you know, um, you know, Saul Goodman, he would he would know a certain connection. That, right. That then would then be introduced into the show. Yeah. But you wouldn't know why he knew that or how that connection was made. Yeah. Now, after Better Called Saul, you know yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. But I, there's some weird shit. Saul is doing stuff. Now that he's Saul and no longer Jimmy, like, I feel like that flip has been switched. Like, he's doing shit, and you're like, oh my <laughs> God. He, and you also notice that it's gotten less dramatic and more cartoony because you're following this path of a character who's becoming a cartoon of himself. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like as the series has moved forward, you're slowly getting jokier and jokier things because you're never getting the true Saul. You're never getting the true story. And and we're getting we're getting sucked up into his story a little more. I just I'm really excited to see how they wrap that up. To me it's almost like Saul isn't as important to the story as just everything that's swirling around him. Like, he's just a nexus or a focal point, and everything else is just kind of swirling. And in, because I've never been one, like, I always get, I can never just sit and watch something and go through, like, oh, what did this mean or what did that mean? You know, I, I kind of like to just let the narrative kind of flow through and mm -hmm. so on. But I mean, sure, I do keep an eye on certain things, but um, this is one where I do, and the, the season of Doctor Who, too, where. Yeah, I'm really watching all of the the little side things and mm -hmm. trying to piece that together, mm -hmm. and that's that's pretty good. So yeah, Doctor Who left some weird uh, things open, and that's fine. Let it ride, and then we'll see what happens the next season. They yeah. they have a good mixture of old and new writers, mm -hmm. and they don't rely so heavily on. I was a little disappointed, to be honest with you, that they brought back the Cybermen. Because they were never like one of my favorite. What characters. Bill Cyberman? Yeah, Bill Cyberman. <laughs> I've always been a Cyberman. You're a Cyberman. I'm a Cyberman. It's like being a Freemason, yeah. only more intense. Yeah. That was really annoying that Bill Cyberman had a, such a big role. But yeah, yeah. I'm, but I thought it was an okay way to like have a protagonist or an antagonist. I know. It's, to it's a it's a familiar defend against. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I just they have to do that. I just I hope they don't bring the. I'm sure it'll happen, but in the fucking Daleks will come back. Hey to man, you, I just want Silurian Cybermen. There you mm -hmm. go. There we go. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. <laughs> hey, uh, one last thing that happened. Well, maybe two. I'm sorry, Tor, I'm keeping you late. But hey, we're all on quarantine, so we've got like we got time to kill. <laughs> I got, People I got are just gonna want to listen. No, to, just so you know, oh, okay. I got a, I got a couple of quick ones too. Okay, if that's I'm okay. Prepping for my last. One just here. a quick one yeah, before. Yeah. Just oh, a quick one, one before more. she's <laughs> while she while he's away. Is that what it is? Uh, yes. Oh, and we have a really well planned episode two coming up. 203. I think we've got some good plans for that one. I think In it's fair works. to say this is uh, going to be a very special show. This is a and teaser. I, I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. This is and a definitely will keep your mind off of the big, ugly three. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. we've talked about this off camera, um, but not on camera because this is a podcast. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Yes. I think at lunch yes. we talked about it, but I don't think we talked about this. Uh, no, actually, I think movie. we did talk about it in our last. Did we hit it in the last one? We. You know, it's sometimes it's hard for me to remember our conversations versus our podcasts. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm kind of on a talk recording race mode here. Short, short recap. Short recap. <laughs> I really, really, really enjoyed Once Upon a Time in a, in Hollywood. Yeah. Because uh, you know people were complaining about how slow it was. I've had 
a hell of a time getting my hands on it. I still haven't gotten a DVD of it. But now, I haven't seen Once Upon a... In Hollywood, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but isn't that the genre with with, with the Once Upon a Time movies? Kind Good. of, yeah. yeah. I mean, slow I mean, movies, yes. right? Right, yes. Yes. exactly, exactly, exactly. It's the Ennio Morricone kind of, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, it's a whole genre, and and it it hits. He took it so slow and so paced and so mellow, and it was all about, you know, people say yeah. it's a love letter to Hollywood of that era. Yes. It's exactly Absolutely. what it is. But I've never seen Tarantino more focused in his direction yeah. in that movie. I think people are missing the fact that he meant that so fucking hard that like he understands what the actors were going through that were eventually, you know, riding off to Italy to go make those spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew Rick Dalton. He knew the stuntmen. He knew those kind of things and like it was so well written and plotted, and yeah. and every I was I was never at any point during any part of that movie going, God damn, this is dragging. I really no. wish this would have picked up its pace a little bit. But we need he's eating macaroni and cheese. Not everything should oh be fast paced. Oh God, no! But I, but, yeah. but 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 another problem I have is some movies think. Oh, if we just make it slow enough, it'll seem good, like Ad Astra, where it's, yeah. it's oh. glacially, glacially <laughs> right. paced yeah. daddy issues for no fucking reason. That's, that's a very you, good example. Yeah, right. you don't yeah. have a good yeah, director good who doesn't know what he's doing. If yeah. you have a good director who knows what he's doing, and he's doing that glacial pace, but he's also filling in all these other things, mm-hmm. rather than just riding in a buggy with a helmet on, you can't tell what the hell's going on. You really mm-hmm. need to be engaged in what's going on and man tarantino has slow film down to a science like not since kubrick have we really had a director who's understood that i don't know who else i'd put on that stage as being able to film really slow shit as well as i think the thing that that i enjoyed so much about that movie was that um it was something that you said to her during our spaghetti western podcast and we were talking about once upon a time in the west and you were saying it's like this whole movie is just like watching a series of really well painted pictures. Yeah. And that the whole thing was building this context of okay, these this is the whole town, this is the whole sense of this. And that movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, was very much that way too. He took his time to say, Hey, this was Southern California, 1969. Yeah. And I, I think I gave you a copy of the soundtrack. Yeah. And it, what's beautiful about that, besides the, the period uh, music, it also has uh, a lot of the radio chatter from Southern California in between it, which, again, builds perfectly into the... So you just have, like, Brad Pitt driving around, and, mm-hmm. you know, you have these characters, and it's... And Margot Robbie was... So she was almost ethereal. All right, so Tori, you haven't seen the movie, right? I have not. Okay, so who did Mar- Margot Robbie play? Just like uh, Sharon Tate. brief, brief little uh, introduction. So Sharon mm-hmm. Tate, Manson. Yeah. yeah, she's pregnant, attacked. You know. Yeah. So, so yeah, they 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 took that whole Manson Sharon Tate thing, but it injected this Tarantino weird world yeah. of like people who don't really exist but people who do really exist and put them in the same frames and so he was able to like 
I love how he's able to tell a story that's kind of historical, but also say, well, it's not really historical because my yeah. characters are not really real and they're there. And then like, you've got mm-hmm. Bruce Lee who's real and you got this guy impersonating mm-hmm. Bruce Lee doing such a good job. Like Inglorious Bastards yeah. or yeah. Uh, oh, Django Unchained. Yeah. But instead of like genre bending, which he does in those movies, this was, like I say, just a, just a, a sweeping. It was just a whole context. Yeah. The whole movie was the was... I think the main character in a lot of ways. I feel bad yeah. about the rap it got because, yes, it's not my top number one or two <sighs> Quentin Tarantino's, but when I got done watching that movie and I got to the end of it, I was like, God damn right. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted that I movie to it. be. I that was so it. fucking beautiful. And I I'll, love it. I'll tell you something else, too. <laughs> I would love to see Dica- uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt do more movies together because they made oh, a Jesus. great duo. Yeah. They were so great good together. Fucking duo. And Brad Pitt ripped his shirt off at this one point in the scene. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to have to get my home gym together. <laughs> oh, God, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All he was going to do was like, <laughs> gonna fix, fix something on a roof. Fix the antenna on the roof. You know, And for, he's a, he plays a stuntman. <laughs> for all you right? kids, uh, okay. Google yeah. antenna on the roof. Google antenna on the roof. <laughs> So he's supposed to fix this antenna on the roof, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, you, he just looks up. And the way he deals with time and space, and he's like, yeah. takes his time. Even Brad Pitt, you know, obviously right. directed okay. like hell. That whole Quentin. scene. Okay, so he just Jesus. he puts on his tool belt. Um, does he use a ladder to get up on the roof? No, Fuck he no. just parkours. Uh, parkour being that, uh, you know. Uh, before parkour. <laughs> way yeah. before parkour. It's. Um, uh, I'll say it's, it's just French, jumping but from thing to thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's yeah. like when people go in like buildings and that, and they're like jumping from like, ledge to ledge. Right. And all cat like, yeah. all, all nimbly, yeah, pimbly. All, all nimbly, pimbly. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, but you I mean, I, anyways, he so just he, instantly is on the parkour. Roof. He just like, jumps off the this fence. He's on the roof, and you know it's him. He gets up, takes his shirt off. He's got his tool belt, and he just lights a cigarette. And he's just sitting in the sun. It's like you, magnificent bastard. He's just standing on the roof, and then he rips his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. Like, Fuck. And he's ripped. And I'm like, ah, oh, you motherfucker. I mean, it's just one scene, but it just it just pulls you into yeah. what there are a lot of scenes like that where nothing's happening. Like there's a scene at Brad Pitt's I, I'm not giving give give away plot points, but he's just he's just at his trailer yeah. with his dog making macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And I was riveted. I know. I was riveted. I know, I know. It's 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 so weird when you try to describe that to people. Yeah. And and they say <laughs> Were you high? And I'm like, yeah. that's none of your business, Juan. Yeah, and then he goes he goes to the actual <laughs> studio, which did exist. Then there was the moment where he went to Spawn Ranch, which is real. Um, I've been there. And meets uh, Squeaky uh, yeah. from it. And uh, it's just, it's so cool to see some of these, you know, horrible people brought to life right. by great actors and great actresses. And I, I forgot the name of the actor who plays... Um, the lead guy who's half blind. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, now, yeah. Now, kids, uh, Squeaky Fromm uh, tried to assassinate Gerald Ford, which, as we all know, is redundant. <laughs> <laughs> and kids, when you're using an automatic, always remember, pull back the slide, chamber around. <laughs> No, seriously, she had half half a clip and didn't pull us. But I gotta say, that movie, I mean, God, if we're gonna be in quarantine for months, I mean yeah, that movie oh, is like three hours beautiful, long. Beautiful. And it's it's worth yeah. your time to not we don't have to speed through things anymore. There's no, no reason we have no. to be on TikTok. There's no reason we have to be on Vine mm-hmm. other than for the fun of it. Vine doesn't exist anymore, but TikTok's a new Vine. Sure. But you know, 
we can enjoy a long, lugubriously, lugubriously paced, lugubriously. Uh, you know, uh, film like this. And man, I fucking loved it. And I, I was smiling ear to ear for at least a day or two. I think I even texted you after being like, oh my God, yeah. I was so happy with how that movie turned out. So I just, I, I wanted to share the movie. As a, you I know, think I'd seen that last film. summer, and when we had uh, lunch at our one of our favorite uh, hideaways, um, I was telling you guys about that, and I, and I was having a hard time describing it. Then it was like, "Whoa, it's a!" Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you guys were looking at me like, "Yeah, that sounds great." <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want to tell you guys is I took, I took Godzuki, yep, to uh, the Overture Theater mm-hmm. to see the most important. Very important. Okay. Mystery Science Theater 3000 Live! Oh, that oh. sounds like a lot of fun. Starring Joel. Joel oh. Hodgson. And uh, they did a, they did a uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme film called <sighs> No Retreat, No Surrender. Oh, and <laughs> I've it seen that. And it was fucking ear-to-ear <laughs> hilarious. It was, oh. I honestly don't think I've laughed so hard in, like, months. I mean, this was before, uh, you know, we even heard the word coronavirus, but, like, even before that, I was laughing so hard, realizing I really haven't enjoyed something this much in so long. That's they cool. had puppeteers behind Crow and Tom oh, Servo. neat. And uh, they, they, they did such a good job, and it was such a good stage show. And I got seats that were really up front, because I was like, if I'm going to go see this, we're going to get really up in the front row. And uh, yeah, so uh, Godzuki loved it, too. Uh, she's still wearing the t-shirt. I still have the coffee mug. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend. I think Joel's probably done touring now. And unfortunately, I don't know that they're going to get another season. So we just have to enjoy what they have done in the past. That was and great. The pictures that you had sent oh, were just look like a lot so of fun. fun. So fun. Could I quickly just do yeah, a yeah, couple? Yeah. Okay. Um, one is, uh, and again, okay, it's the Sputnik list. So just feel free to disregard. But on HBO, uh, there was a continuation of a series that I just absolutely loved. It was called The New Pope, uh, and it was a continuation from The Young Pope. And it uh, has, was, had Jude Law was in both as the Pope. And then uh, Malkovich Malkovich was the new Pope. And you can just imagine the frippery, the acting, um, way more nudity than I was expecting. Are these based on real popes or are these not fic- whatsoever? Fictional. Did hear, okay. Do you guys hear the Pope is encouraging uh, priests not to have sex with kids? Get out of here! Yeah, it's because of COVID nineteen. That's fuck. <laughs> Crazy talk. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, they got the, these priests have to be careful. They're elderly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're just like it's like it's like just take every joke. Like I always remember the one about like Michael Jay. Hey, dear Michael Jackson's wearing a diaper on his arm. <laughs> yeah, he's he's wearing the patch. He's trying to he's trying to quit kids. He's trying to quit it's kids. like oh god. It's like no, I don't want to. Sorry, wanna, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You know what? I apologize. Sorry. You just, sorry. You, just, you make your own decisions of what to leave in and what not to. Um. I, I've been kind of... Troy's going to write me a sternly worded letter. <laughs> I've been uh, Please really... Please leave that joke out about the Pope. <laughs> I've, I found a, um, 
a YouTube channel, which is all Soviet cinema. So I have been just burying <laughs> myself in Russian movies. Nice. So I've been just like cruising through Eisenstein and oh, you name it. So then I went on IMDb and fought, found like the 100 best Russian movies <gasps> ever made. So I've just been pounding Oh my through God, that. we have to talk. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, of course, I had to rewatch one I haven't seen since the 80s. And this was a, a Belarusian movie called Come and See. Oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't. And I watched it. No, I watched it again. Though, you know, <laughs> I watched it again. Really it was bad. like, oh, that kid, though, was so good. Oh, my God. I mean, his yeah. face just reflected the. Yeah, it was made. Yeah, that was almost made to be a challenge to watch. Oh, God, yeah. it is. But it's considered one of the best anti war movies ever yeah. made. Yeah. So, if you can, yeah. Anyways. Ivan. My name is Ivan. That's yes. another one. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the last one is uh, it's a series. <laughs> uh, Tor, we watched an Errol Morris f uh, documentary called uh, The Unknown Known with. Um, Oh, Donald Rumsfeld? Donald Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld. which I, yeah. I, I think we both admitted we had to do like in 15-minute spurts because there's like, With the I want to bring his right? fucking neck! <laughs> they use the interrogator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah boy. That, Anyways, that was it was very difficult to watch in, yeah. in any case because he was just I so irritating. I But anyways, there's mm -hmm. a series on Netflix called Dirty Money, which I highly recommend, but it is hard to watch. So th that had the one in there about you know the Volkswagen diesel Mm -hmm. um scandal and so forth and 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 the more they dig into it the more you just want to become like a dedicated stalinist and they have a new season out and what's the first show jared kushner everyone oh. the kushners lots wow. and lots of dirty money yeah. lots and lots yeah. and lots so anyways that right. i believe I've got one more. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Tor. I didn't. I'm sorry. No, I didn't no, realize. No, it's fine. Something's got to be last. And my question is: Have you guys ever watched Stumptown? Love it. Seen the whole thing. Hold. And no. well, I think that it's also the, a graphic novel. There's like one more episode coming out. It was past this Wednesday. Uh, you mean yesterday? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't either. Okay. So neither have I. <laughs> it was but, based on a graphic novel, and graphic, it's very, very good. Yeah, the star is uh, Dex Perios. It, yeah. Is that which uh, is short for the Dexedrine? Dex. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but it, it um, she's played. She's she's a private detective, played by Kobe Smulders. Mm -hmm. who you know from the Marvel movies. Yes. And uh, How I Met Your Mother. Mm -hmm. so, what does she play in the Marvel movies? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that she helps I uh, the veil. Nick Furry. Nick Furry? Oh, Fury. Nick yeah, Furry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I didn't know Nick was a furry. <laughs> I knew, I'm always going to say that wrong. Nick's, Nick, let's cut that. Nick, no, Nick, no, no. No, we're leaving, we're leaving Nick Furry that, in. Nick Fury. That's staying in. Yeah, that, we, yeah that's got to stay yeah. in. Well, if you grow a bigger afro, he's you know, a fuzzy yeah. man. You know, but we all know what he likes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like part of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right, good she's, enough for me. She's one of the, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. techs on the helicarrier, I think, or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, is that his number one? Helper person because I know there's that yeah. let's woman. Say, let's say that's the, right. The I, I'm that down yeah, with that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I think I'm what, more down with Nick Furry though. 
sorry. It's yeah, way more. I always fun have for trouble me. with that word. That that variation. It of does the not. Two, it's, yeah. It does not trip off the tongue. Nick Fury. Fury. Right. Because it's a hard CK, and then you just go right into that. Yeah. It. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. When you grow up above you know, the pine curtain, it's to, hard, man. I used to really <laughs> like Nick Fury being the white guy, Nick Fury, and then David David Hasselhoff played him, and then I was like, oh. hey, maybe we should go with that uh, the other Nick Fury version. <laughs> How dare you bring that up? <laughs> Did you ever see that? Wow. Yes. I saw that, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm fine with Samuel Jackson. Because, you know, they, they designed the... I'm sorry, I'm going to nerd out. They designed the character for this version of Nick Fury off of Samuel Jackson without telling him, without his permission. He was basically model-built on him. And then when they he found out about it, he was like, well, you can't just use my image. And they're like, well, how about if we ever make a movie, you get to be Nick Fury? And he's like, that's fine. Wow. Huh. And then they made the Marvel movies. And then he became Nick Fury. And I'm like... Well, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. He actually played a very good oh, Nick, I thought. Oh, oh, he was so good. Yeah, yeah. so good. Anyway. So, anyway, on Stumptown, uh, Dex is a uh, former military person, and I really like what they're doing with uh, character building yes. throughout the whole series. Huh. And, and this is one you, you really want to watch them in order, if you can. You really have to. Uh, yeah. it's, it's very character-driven, you're right. Yeah. And uh, but the yeah the character building is great, and uh, it does touch on uh, some like post traumatic stress disorders yes. episodes. So you know it's something I wasn't in the military myself, and so I think it's it, it's kind of interesting to watch because you kind of get what you know maybe some people are going through some pretty serious shit that's true and there is and, we uh, we should mention for the kids that there is a lot of bisexuality in this movie as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's you know it's. I'm sorry, serious. It, it, it's it's not for the uh, not not for the younger kids. It's not like a younger yeah. superhero thing. It's a adult for adults, but but yet it is a TV show on the American Broadcasting uh, Company Network, whatever yeah. ABC, Disney, Co. Yeah, <laughs> wholly owned subsidiary, right. And so it. it they always show the tar penis at the end of this show. Well, it's kind of the unofficial logo. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, a little bit, it, it's got kind of that, you know, a oh, monk or murder she wrote kind of <laughs> twist to it now and then, but with a lot yeah. more really hard edge yeah. uh, action yes. and stuff like that. And uh, the writing so far seems good and the, the plots are awesome. It's and, been very yeah. consistently good. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm not one. I've always said that there is three things I don't care about on TV, doctors, lawyers, or cops. You know, well, just, she's a private investigator. She's a private investigator, but then you'd, you know, it's like. But there's yeah. a cop in it. It's one of the characters, yeah. Who was from a series that I'd wished had been picked up, and that was Almost Human. Oh yeah. Did you ever see that? It was no. Uh, I was in like the near future, and he's like an android cop. Okay. And yeah. Uh, yeah. his partner was Carl Urban. Uh, uh, as you may know him as the new Dr. McGoy. Or Judge Dredd. <laughs> oh, that okay. was the, the best Judge Dredd. Dredd. I can see best why that would be best good. Best version yeah. of Dredd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's worth a rewatch right now, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he does a good job with, as this police officer in Stumptown. Yes, he so does. Yes, he cool. does. He Stumptown. looks like a young Smokey Robinson. He has that yeah. feel to him. So, cool. Anyways, yeah, that's, a, that's one that I've really been enjoying, too. Uh-huh. I think I walked by a Snoopy, Smokey Robinson concert once. Set a county fair somewhere, and 
I walked, I walked straight to the front row of a fog hat show once at Summerfest. Yeah. I rushed the stage. Yeah, you don't <laughs> fuck around, the hell man. out of them. Guys. Smokey Robinson, fog hat, fog hat bass player had no idea what was oh, coming at him, God. man. Yeah. I was ready I, for that. I, looking back, I, I wish we would have sat down and listened to a number of songs. But you I got to we see were, those bands. We ready for lunch, yeah. Um, well, gentlemen, I think we I think we went long, and I think that was well, purposeful. Well, it's, we, it's been a while since we've gotten together. and we have plenty of time. Yeah. We hope that you enjoy some of our recommendations. You have plenty of time. And, uh, hey, if you have some, let us know at feedback at tankride.com, because we're always looking for things to watch, too, because we're in the same bunker. Not the same bunker, because <laughs> then we'd all have the virus. But right. different yeah. bunkers. We're keeping a respectable distance of, you yeah. know. Uh, three inches apart. You know, I think that's what the government recommended. <laughs> I have been you in know? so many stores where they have uh, blue tape squares that you have to stand in, and it always reminds me of Howard Hughes. You know, after yeah. <laughs> he had his big plane crash in '45, mm-hmm. and uh, he started living in the desert, and you know, <laughs> surrounding himself with his Mormon <laughs> guards and so forth, and he would uh, have people stand in a white square, <laughs> and he said, "Okay." All right, you can come in now. <laughs> it was like it didn't do anything. It just you know he was so obsessive compulsive. He had to... a little less uh-huh. Nesman thing going on. <laughs> yeah, he, well, to, this to is him, my office. To him, it would like it was like de-germing you, and then you could come in and you were clean. So mm. yeah. Anyways, so uh, be happy, be safe, be healthy. Hopefully, this shit will be gone. Probably not by Easter. As uh, El Jefe says, but yeah, please take whatever advice Donald Trump says and do the opposite. You'll probably That's right. be better use, off. Use El Jefe as our uh, a good reverse barometer for yes. science, religion, economics, just about <laughs> yeah. anything, really. Anything, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except maybe like reality programming, because that's what he's best at. True. So I guess I'll give him that. It's like Hitler. You know, he, he did one good thing. He killed Hitler. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did invent the highway system. But, I think know. he did. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night. This has been Tank Ride. I said good day. You get nothing! <laughs> nothing, Charlie! Your papers! Your papers! Nothing! <laughs> Too little of the new. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Victor, editing. It's taking me extra long to edit this episode, sorry about that. You know, 
time constraints and whatnot. I hope everyone's well. I hope everyone's staying at home. I hope everyone's like doing the necessary. I uh, was really upset by the news of losing Adam Schlesinger today uh, from Fountains of Wayne. And I love their music very much. And I'm, yeah, just bummed about that. But, you know, it's the nature of life and death. I'm going to play a song at the end of this um, with or without copyright rights because I don't give a fuck anymore. Who? Why do we care about this anymore? Copyright's so insane nowadays. Anyway, um, one of my friends who died in a reckless car suicide, look it up. His name is John Glick. Uh, he's a musician from Madison. He did a cover in one of his bands, Fez Petting Zoo, called uh, Whole World Lost Its Head. It's a cover of Go-Go's song, so go figure. But it's been on repeat in my brain in the last couple weeks. And I'm sad to be mourning people already, but we'll mourn more soon. So I hope everyone takes the necessary precautions to keep everybody safe. So. Good night. I said good day. <laughs>